Hello, and welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Anarchs of New York, brought to you by Level Up Dice. Uh, this is episode two, although it is the first episode of our actual story, having done session zero last week. The name of tonight's episode is The Third Trinity. Uh, first, let's start off by meeting our players, uh, and I'm going to semi-ambush you all by telling me one, who you are, uh, who you're playing, and what they are up to on a standard Friday night in New York. Uh, I realize your setup on your screen may not be like mine, so I will call you out. So let's, uh, we'll, we'll go the opposite of what I did last time. Let's start uh, with superstar heartthrob, Todd Kenrick. I knew it was me. <laughs> Uh, I am Todd Kenrick, and I am playing Hugo, a Nosferatu, and I am in the subways right now, staring at this tunnel, watching all the lights go by, not understanding what's happening. And uh, at this very moment, I, I have not been awake for very long in New York, so I'm constantly like very nervous about getting in or out of a subway. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Emily. Hi, uh, I'm Emily. I'm with Level Up Dice. Um, I'm playing Cherry. She is a Toreador uh, clan vampire, and um, she is spending her Friday night like she does every night, trolling the clubs uh, all over New York City, trying to find some fans or fan adjacents to feed on. Mason. Yeah, my name is Mason Dula. Um, I'm playing Elijah Decker, uh, though most people just call him Eli. Uh, most nights he'd probably be out just trying to do his best to, to make the world a little bit better uh, than it already is. Um, most uh, being a, a bit of a blood leech, he's got a, he's got a little bit of a rough time finding what he needs to get by, but uh, well, he does what he can. Justice. I am, I am Justice, and I am with uh, Level Up Dice as well, and tonight I'll be playing Dimitri Volkov Borosovich. I am from the clan Gangro, and on a regular Friday night, if I'm not out taking care of some business for the Mafia, then I will just be uh, finding a, a, a darkened alley in which to uh, subdue some prey. Uh, May? Hi there, I am Melee Damage, and I will be playing Avedon, uh, the Lissandra. Um, on a normal Friday night, uh, she is cruising through the Lower East Side. Um, there is uh, quite a few lovely old churches down there. Uh, so she likes to go hang out uh, and listen to some of the music of the LES, and uh, then uh, perhaps go have a little chat with some friends over by the church. And last, but certainly not least, Diana. Hi, I am Diana. I am also from Level Up Dice. I am playing Esther. Um, she is a bruja. And on a normal Friday night in New York, she's probably um, at this little gallery opening. Uh, it's very underground. You've probably never heard of it. So. That That is a new record. <laughs> We're four minutes in, and we've been out-hipstered by... Uh, yeah, that was very New York. <laughs> 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 
again, so as if you were with us last week, you heard uh, this is actually the first time almost our entire cast is playing V5 of Vampire. For some of them, is their first game of Vampire ever. In fact, only May has played in this exact system. Uh, I've run the game, but I do not have an encyclopedic knowledge of New York by any means. So uh, if any of us make a mistake, just roll with it. Uh, if somebody says the wrong name for a power or I say something is east that is actually west or something is uptown that is downtown, we're just rolling with it and having a good time. So <laughs> with that being said, let us start our story. New York City is the city that never sleeps, which is particularly advantageous for immortal nocturnal predators, such as those that you see before you. The city has gone through a lot of changes in recent years. Uh, there's a new prince, Helene Barhard. Uh, there is the Anarch Boss Callahan out of Long Beach and his rival, Torque, competing for control of the city. And the individual kindred have to make their own way night to night the best that they can. Kindred life is a mixture of beauty and power and influence where your supernatural vitae that flows through your veins literally allows you to do things that are impossible for the average mortal to even conceive of, much less do. And yet in the midst of your power is also vulnerability. In many ways, the piece of grass that sticks up the highest does get cut down first. And there are many enemies on all sides waiting to either use you up completely and toss you aside or destroy you at the slightest convenience. Your life as a kindred is a mix of feeding the beast what it needs, the supernatural predator that has been wedded to your soul or whatever you have that is left of one that demands you go forward every night demands you feed the one need that all kindred feel that in reality is what a kindred is and that is hunger you have all found your own ways to balance this out in one way or another some of you only feeding upon animals some of you only feeding upon the willing some of you only feeding on the guilty others of you feeding only on your own kind but the life of a kindred is one of realizing that you are a monster, but you don't want to be. And every night you lose a bit more of the person you were with the inevitability of the weight of the potential centuries building up on you and what that will mean being very much offset over the fact that you've just got to make it through tonight. We find ourselves with Avedon, freshly returning to New York after a long trip, making your way back to meet with your sire. The vicar is located in a grand regal church, one of the oldest in New York, in fact. Outside of its windows, you can see sprawling skyscrapers, wealthy stockbrokers, well-to-do and well-heeled celebrities, all hobnobbing around and 
looking to be not just to be busy, but to be seen being busy, not just to be successful, but to be known being successful. And the church and its grounds actually form a, a bit of an odd time capsule. It's like as if a little slice of the 1800s were cut out, lifted and dropped right into the middle of the city. But like so many things, looks can be deceiving because although the church is beautiful in its simplistic art and what was once sweeping steeple that is now dwarfed by all the buildings around it, it also hides many secrets, not the least of which this land would be worth billions were it to be sold for a new development. And it is strange that it is able to last all this time amidst the pressure, amidst the expansion, amidst all of the growth, both outwards and upwards, something, some power preserves this one small chunk of land. Avedon, as you make your way into the church, it is, of course, as you remember it, it is always how you remember it. It is by its very nature and quite intentionally unchanging. And even here, as you come into the cathedral with its high sweeping domes and crosses carved in and small little nuances and details carved into every nook and cranny of the place and it's beautiful stained glass. There is the odd parishioner kneeling, lighting camera, uh, candles, not lighting cameras and offering their prayers to a God that they desperately, desperately hope hears them, completely unaware of the monsters lurking in their midst. When you enter the church, first, what does Avedon look like? Um, she looks a lot like me, uh, but she's usually wearing some form of um, uh, a black something or other. Uh, sometimes she likes to wear the uh, Wednesday Adams dresses with a little Peter Pan collar, with a little white kind of like intrinsically leads more towards that uh, uh, classic Catholic thing with the black and the white collar. And it just, it, it works for her as a Lysandra. Um, and, uh, and usually uh, some form of tiny little stiletto heel. As you walk in, hearing the click of your heels gently echoing through the place. You are approached by a man uh, that you know well. He is Brother Kyle, one of the, ostensibly one of the clergy that runs this place, but you know a servant of much higher powers who approaches you with a warm smile on his bearded face. And he carefully arranges his glasses. Oh. Welcome back, Avedon. Peace be upon you. How are you this evening? I am wonderful. I, you are as lovely as ever. Oh, well, thank you. My uh, are you prepared to meet with the vicar? He <laughs> asked that you arrive ahead of the other assemblage so that he might have a word with you. Uh, he, yes, that's, uh, why I stopped by a bit early. I was uh, planning on going out for a, a, a little bit of uh, dancing and cutting up, possibly a drink before I stopped by, but uh, you know, what the vicar wants, the vicar gets. 
You don't waste any time, do you? I thought you just arrived tonight. How long have you been back? Um, uh, last night I got in. Uh, again, it was a, an interesting trip to Los Angeles. They were on some madness about uh, the two-eye in Denver they kept talking about. So something to look into later. But uh, the vicar sounded like he needed me to come back pretty quick. Something serious? When you say this, he like very clearly looks uncomfortable and kind of like casts his eyes around at the odd people that are sitting praying in between the pews. You realize, of course, Avedon, your eyes fall upon a man sitting near the back who's sleeping. He's not praying. His head is just slumped over in marked disrespect to this house. Uh, Abaddon will walk over to where the man is sitting and very loudly just stomp her foot right next to him on the ground, making a loud clacking noise with the heel. <laughs> <coughs> Holy Mary, Mother God, pray for you. Uh, <coughs> oh, 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 yeah. Hey, I don't remember seeing no nuns that look like you. <laughs> And I don't remember us allowing people who disrespect this establishment to stay around and linger longer than they are welcome. Do not fall asleep in oh. this house, good sir. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, I guess I was just like lost in my prayers, you know? I, uh, and you hear, as he sort of like pats his coat, you hear the odd clink of glass of some sort as he's like looking for something. So yeah, 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 no, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'll uh, do whatever it is. I, yeah, yeah, I'll stay awake. <clears throat> right, are you new here? Uh, no, 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 I, I mean, I grew up I grew up around here. I mean, I, 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 I came here uh, with my grandma years ago, you know, Christmas, Easter, you know how it is. It was, they, they did everything in Latin uh, back then. I didn't know what they were talking about. So uh, I just found myself in the neighborhood, you know. I see. Well, <clears throat> then in the future, perhaps you'll do better to remember yourself. Uh, I will, and I'm uh, I'm remember you too, you know, I mean, it's, uh, wait, I mean, no, wait, you're not a nun, right? Because I know, even I know, it'd be like wrong to hit on a nun, but you don't, you don't look like no nun I ever seen. She just stares at him blankly, blinking. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he like literally just picks up uh, what you recognize immediately to be a hymnal, just like flips it open to some random song, but very much is like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 say unto thee, yeah, go tell it on the mountain, right. Mm -hmm. What is your name? Uh, me? Me, I'm Henry. <clears throat> Henry. And Henry, enjoy your evening. No sleeping. No, 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 no sleep till Brooklyn, right? That's it, that's it, that's, that's like a Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. And she walks back over uh, to where she's supposed to head to meet with Vicar. Uh, bro, you realize Brother Kyle has been watching intently, watching your exchange there. And when you come over, he's like, very, very good, Avedon. Thank you so much. That last fellow's fingers took many months to heal. I tried to be more tactful this time, yes. It's 
thank you for your restraint. You're doing the Lord's work. Our Lord's work. Praise be to the Dark Father. He's like, praise be. And he sort of uh, motions to you to head back sort of around the pulpit. And there is the small sort of uh, almost monk cell that is off to the side. The door is so small that it's, um, it is original to the construction, whereas now America being what it is, everything is so grandiose and ostentatious, you would almost miss it. It is not a hidden passage in the sense that it has been consciously disguised so much people have simply forgotten what to look for. And he opens the familiar door and motions you in. And inside you see him. The vicar is sitting at his desk as he tends to be. His face severe as always. He looks like in life he may have been a a a hard 40 or a spry 50 you know think things were different then but uh, in the time you've known him you can't remember ever having seen him smile his look is pointed his cheekbones sharp and slightly sunken and he is writing with a quill pen on parchment that scratches loudly as you come in uh. Abaddon walks in and immediately takes a knee and kind of leans down and puts her, her hands underneath and kind of bows to him. You may rise, child. Uh, you wanted to see me. Uh, it sounded like it was quite important, uh, especially considering I had to cut my trip short. Yes. Do tell me about what has taken place on your journey west. Oh, um, well, uh, out west, things are a bit of a mess. Um, picked up quite a bit of information about things that have been going down in LA and uh, Long Beach, but um, they seem rather concerned about uh, the Second Inquisition making a play through Denver. Sounds big. Los Angeles, Long Beach. Babylonian hedonism. We would all be better served if an earthquake cracked off that vile place and sunk it into the depths of the ocean. Although this talk of the Inquisition is troubling, thanks to you and your information, I've been able to put certain contingencies in place to defend us here. Excellent. I'm glad I could be of service to you. He puts the quill back in the ink. He says, while you are away, I have taken another child that is tending to another task I have beset them. You, I need to do something special. Anything. He stands up and he is wearing his traditional black robes with red buttons and red trim. To the casual observer that looked at him, honestly, he looks like some sort of exorcist. He would not be completely out of place kicking in a door and rebuking some vile spirit, honestly. And he walks over and stands in front of you, of course, ramrod 
straight. And he says, you know, we in Clan La Sombra have pledged ourselves to the Ivory Tower. And as such, we must be model kindred in the eyes of Prince Ponhard. Yes. However, we are still La Sombra, and as such, we must do whatever is required to defend what is ours. And her, uh, her eyes grow uh, dark and black as he starts talking, and you see her smile, and just her eyes fill with oblivion. When your oblivion sight comes in, your eyes filling with the black pools looking up at him, all around the room you see spirits that are bound. They are in cages and on chains and screaming and lamenting. And he also just sort of looks up at one and you, you thought he was just about to smile but his stone expression remains, but with the slightest glimmer of satisfaction in his eyes as he looks back at you. <clears throat> I would say hopefully they'll learn their lesson soon, but uh, I feel like you rather enjoy keeping them here. Mm. They did not find their way into the everlasting peace of the bosom of Father Abraham, so. I guess that leaves their fate to me, yes. He reaches behind him and he slides forward the parchment that he was writing on and he hands it to you. And the, oh, there are five names on it. Hmm. These ones are locals. They all have some in this particular area. They have some reason to be cooperative, although their motivations vary greatly. You, my child, will make sure they do a thorough job of protecting what is ours and by no means bring any undue attention on this place or on our clan. Understood. He looks at a very large grandfather clock that as you stare at it, you think it's probably 500 years old itself, really. There is one detail to be aware of, child. These are Anarchs. Hmm. Um, well, hopefully we can find some similar ground to level with each other on. Um, hmm. So many young Anarchs these days. I do miss the old days. Many have lost track of the freedom that discipline bestows. 
they lose themselves in running back and forth, chasing this glory and that, this pleasure. They don't realize that their choices are a prison. We are blessed with simplicity and clarity. This is why you have survived all these years and why you have my sword. He takes your hand and he says, you have always been one of my most treasured progeny, child. I know you will do us proudly. I have what might prove to be a challenging first introduction for you. I like a challenge. He goes over and literally pulls on one of the sconces and a wall <laughs> slides open that you know leads down into some of the crypts of the church that connect to the cemetery and out to the streets. It is the vicar's private coming and going. The others will be arriving shortly, but one is already waiting down below. He is recently returned to unlife. I would have you speak with him first. As you wish. I myself will not be meeting with this rabble. Someone of my station cannot be seen openly associating with the Anox, and were one of them to be impudent in my presence. And when he says that, the entire room starts to darken. I would be forced to correct them. Understood. He motions down below. It's like this Hugo is unusual, but he will still be useful. I shall go see him right away then. He goes over to his desk and he picks up something and it is an old Spanish doubloon and he hands it to you. He's like, give him this coin from his own vessel helped erect this grand structure once and we have not forgotten. Hmm. I'll pass that along. Is there anything else that you'd like me to relay to this group? Do not fail. Yes, I usually consider that a given, but I guess it's really not, is it? Never. And he sits back down and goes back to writing something else. Uh, and she will head down the way that he's shown her. Hugo, you do find yourself by invitation in the depths of this old building. And it is true. It is a cold reminder of your old life, of sneaking in places, of hiding things, of having mask upon mask upon mask, hiding the things that were valuable. There are old 
casks of wine cobwebbed and hoary with age there even are old uh sarcophagi that probably no one knows is down here and you do happen to notice etched in one of the cornerstones the unmistakable pirate symbol of captain kidd down here in the depths I just kind of slowly run my hands and my fingers are almost, it's almost like I have an extra joint in every finger as I run my hands over the sarcophagi and feel kind of the dirt and the dust and I can hear the sounds coming from the church above and I'm not quite sure where I belong more up there or down here. I don't feel like any of this feels right for me. I don't feel like this is my town or my place anymore as uninviting and still as this place is it is definitely the most familiar thing you have experienced since you recently woke up and you do hear the gentle click of footsteps coming down the tight stone stairs approaching you do people typically come down here into my place into my area no but you do know you were supposed to be meeting some people tonight oh yeah sometimes uh, my memory goes in and out and sometimes i'm not here sometimes with hugo his mind is a hundred years in the past and then it's back to the present and he doesn't quite always know what the difference is. I, I start moving slowly over to whatever figure is clicking at the door. You do have the weight of centuries on your one mind, Hugo. What does he look like? Uh, he's exceptionally pale as if light has never touched his skin. His, his, he's almost the atypical um, Transylvanian Nosferatu. His ears are long and pointy. His Each of his fingers actually has an extra knuck, knuckle. So all of his features have become desperately elongated, almost stretched over time. He might have once looked like a man, but he looks more like a decrepit bat at this point. And he's wearing a shaggy, rotten, black clothing and everything about him he doesn't know how he's lost the ability to really even control his abilities his abilities aren't even um intentional he's strong because his body decides to be strong he changes his outward form to blend in with the rest of the world because his body is doing it for him not because he's conscious uh, conscience of it so Avedon, as you make your way down here into the crypts, you see this creature standing there. And you notice as you step in one or two steps into the room, the clicking sound of your shoes abruptly stops. Click, 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 click. Have I hit dirt? The stone is underneath you. Just the sound is stopped. Hmm. 
Mr. Hugo? Yes, what do you want? Uh, I was sent down here by the vicar. I was told that um, you were brought here to uh, meet with me. When? When were you told? Oh, uh, just a moment ago. What moment is this? Uh, oh, what uh, current time and date is it in this story, Bidif? It is now, as of the time it is, <laughs> April 17th, 2020. Uh, she will say that. Right. I know. I already knew all of that. Thank you. What do you want? Hmm. Um, well, uh, the vicar's asked me to come speak to you, um, essentially about keeping an eye on things around here. This general area, this specific turf, you and a group of others, uh, of whom I've not met yet, but, um, what the vicar asked me to do, I, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know them. Yeah, because we're all from now. So, yeah, we're here to keep an eye on things. That's what we do. You especially, in particular, I'm aware of have talents that are good at uh, keeping an eye on things, especially when people don't know you're around. Um, that will be very useful and helpful. I'm always happy to be of use. Can you remind me when everyone else is coming? Are they coming now? Oh, um, that I'm not aware of. Uh, I was just told by the vicar to come down here and uh, have a little chat with you. How, how are you? How's your night going? Oh, um, splendid. I uh, got to yell at someone for sleeping in the church. That always makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Um... I didn't, I, I mean, I knew there was company coming, but I, I didn't know. You want me to dust off uh, one of these sarcophagi for you and sit down and take a moment? Uh, it might have been a few days since I've cleaned. Uh, mm. I used to have company that are, um, that move. And uh, she will kind of meander over to uh, a choice looking uh, sarcophagus that's sitting down there. Uh, the coziest looking one. And she'll... Let me, dust, oh, let me dust that off for you. Let me dust that off for you first, okay? Oh, uh, thank you. Um, the dust doesn't bother me. Uh, so, uh, oh. Looks quite nice. And um, Most of it's probably me, anyways. Valid. Um, yes. Uh, is there anything in particular that... Uh, I might be able to help you with in exchange for helping us with information. Perhaps you can reach out to that uh, Shrek net of yours if ever we get into a jam. Yeah, I can do that. But just let me know if there's anything that I or the church or the vicar can do for you in return. Um, I, um, yeah. 
Uh, th- th- and that's, there's things I'm not so good at talking with other people, and I'm not so good with the bright lights. And I don't like churches, even though I'm a little one right now. So um, sometimes I just need need people to calm me calm me down a little bit, and uh, remind me where I am, and that that's all. I watch everybody else, but I need someone to watch me. Well, I can keep an eye on you, friend. Speaking of bright lights, Cherry. How does Cherry travel to get here for this meeting? For this particular meeting, she is she is coming in from Brooklyn, so she's deigned to take the subway. Not her usual method of transportation, but the L train just looked so enticing tonight. So she hopped aboard that to um, head back into Manhattan and make her way to this church. As you are exiting the subway, you hear, Cherry, Cherry, oh my God, that is you. Hey, oh my God, I'm such a huge <laughs> fan. Oh my God. I said, okay, I saw like on Insta earlier when you said you were going out and I saw in the background that I saw the train station. So I was like, if I just like wait here, you would show up eventually and you did, hey. Oh my God, thank you. Uh, um, I really, that's very sweet. I just, I have somewhere to be. And um, so, bye. Thanks for following me. Give me, uh, you know, likes. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Like, I'm like your biggest fan. Like, I mean, oh my God, I've been in love with you since like 2005, you know, like that beach movie. Everybody was like, that's the worst movie ever. But no, 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 they just didn't get it. They didn't understand. Wow, thanks. Um, Yes, I've heard that. Um, Honestly, dude, like if you could just take some steps back, it's really in your own best interest to just- Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. Hey, yeah, no. I just, I just, I, I just, I, I respect your artistry. Wait, can we have, can we have a picture? Can I, can I get a selfie with you? Okay, one selfie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he gets super too close to you. Oh god. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I love you. Click. And he does take the selfie. Great. As the second he takes a selfie, I literally shove him off. Oh, and then oh, I'm like, okay. oh my god, are you alright? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, well, no, okay. Yeah. No, listen, listen, you stumbled, but let's keep this on the gram, okay? And I'll, I'll, yeah. anyway, see ya. Okay, okay, cool, cool, okay. Uh, Eli, <laughs> you witness this exchange of this very insistent man. Uh, oh, am I in the church now? Uh, this is they're in the stair they're in this near the subway they're the okay. sub uh coming out of the subway okay and you do witness this exchange all right actually give me your wits in your streetwise all Eli. right let's do that so that is per dot i just roll one yeah uh yes so the combination however many dice for your oh there is an important step we skipped, you all. Everyone needs to make your nightly rouse check. So you're going to roll one of your blood dice. This is for everyone to see if you wake up at one hunger or two. So I guess let's do that first, theoretically, there, Eli. Okay. If somebody were to say had not re- received <laughs> these dice yet, what do I need to roll? I'm rolling uh, so- a D10. Yeah, you're gonna roll a d10. Okay. okay, so you need to separate uh, some color as your blood dice that you know. Okay. Doesn't matter what it is. That they're, right. they're, a se- they're a separate set of dice. All right. Uh, in a one through five is a failure. A six through ten is a success. Okay. Uh, let me know if you happen to get a one or a ten on the dice. 
Gotcha. I got a seven, so it's a success. Right. It is a success. So your hunger is one. So okay. when you assemble those dice for your wits and your streetwise, you're going to replace one of those dice with a blood die. You said my hunger is currently one. Yes. Okay. So you should only end up with one. Well, I'm going to say red, but it's it's whatever color you're using. Yeah. I've, yeah. Okay. One so red put, die. Put one over there. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then it's wits plus, what did you say? Streetwise? Uh, streetwise, yes. Okay. And you're replacing one of those dice with your blood die. Oh, okay. Yeah. So gotcha. if you're, let's say if you're supposed to have five, it's still five. It's just four of them will be black and one of them will be red. Gotcha. Well, let's remove that boy out of there then. Mm-hmm. And all right. Um, I have one, two, three, four regular successes and then two failures. All right. And uh, none of those are tens, right? No. Perfect. Uh, you recognize Cherry. Okay. She's famous. Uh, I mean, all this uh, newfangled Instagram, it's not really my thing, but uh, I suppose if I also recognize her as a, as a kindred at this point, I'll probably, I'll probably walk up and say hello. What um, does Cherry look like? So Cherry is has wild hair dyed all kinds of colors um with her makeup and her outfit she looks like a 17 year old she looks like a um a 17 year old who is dressed as a like 20 something who's trying to look 17 um and is just because she is actually 17 it's all kinds of problematic um <laughs> but well she's not technically 17 anymore but uh that being said she she's basically she's trying to confuse and seduce and entice and be as stand out and as hot as she dares be given her situation um the uh the like identifying feature is with her eyeliner she paints a streak under her eye each night uh, because again even though she knows she should be fading into the shadows, she cannot help but stand out. So that that's something that like people like people who are her fans will sometimes cosplay like that little line underneath their eye. So and what does Eli look like? Uh, so he's not too far from how I'd be dressed right now. Um, he may be maybe have a little bit of, of looseness around his tie and, and seeing uh, Cherry there, he'd probably straighten his suit out a little bit uh, just to be a little bit more proper. Um, but otherwise he is wearing a hat, even though it is, is nighttime. He just seems to, seems to prefer having it on, uh, kind of step over as, uh, is he giving you some trouble there, miss? Can I tell that Mason is, is a kindred? So here's the thing. The, the game is split on this, to tell you the truth. On, <laughs> on the one hand, there is no external indicator that a kindred is a kindred. Okay. On the, on the other hand, they're supposedly also clearly look like corpses when you get close to them, unless mm -hmm. you unless you uh, rouse the blood. Uh, so I will just give you wits and awareness. Let's just see how perceptive uh, Cherry is. Maybe you just noticed the fact that he's not breathing. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to need to be walked through this a little bit. No problem. It's my first roll. That is fine. Yeah, so you're going to take uh, the number of dice equal to your wits. Okay. And you're going to take that many dice equal to your awareness. 
Awareness. It's one of your skills. It's over on the right-hand side under the intelligence skill. I see it. Okay, two. Great. Uh, so, and replayed now just a second ago when I asked you about that rouse check. Did you yes. pass or fail that? Um, I got a, a the blank red side. Is that a fail? That is a fail. So Great. you're going to replace two of those dice with the blood dice. Great. Done. And you're roll it. All right. So <laughs> both of the blood dice are failures. And then everything else is above a five. So three successes. Oh, so three successes. Mm -hmm. um, you don't immediately clock him as a kindred as such. Although he's either one of you or he's like the world's greatest hipster with his anachronistic vibe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> either way, I'm all about it. So, right. Put the um, odds at 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, as he approaches and asks this question, I'm like still trying to shove the dude off. And I say, um, yes, thank you so much. Um, so my friend and I are just going to go and I, wrap my hand in me um in uh oh geez in uh well, you don't Eli's. actually know, you don't actually know his name yet i so guess maybe. so <laughs> i wrap my arm in this dapper stranger's uh, arm and um gesture that we he should walk me down the street if he is so inclined yeah. i just kind of i just kind of take it uh, as expected and kind of give a hat tip to the guy as we leave um and as we i just kind of it's like i'm leading him but it, I want it to seem like he's leading the way. And I'm like, I'll take a walk to the Trinity church. Thank you. Uh, you see the guy just wilt like, Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, I love you, Jerry. I, I love you. I just, I, yeah, I just, you, 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 you're the best ever. Uh, Eli, you do hear her say the words Trinity church. That's where you're headed. Yeah. Uh, it's mighty convenient though. I'm the, uh, I'm heading the same direction. And I think, uh, I think I've seen your face around before, yeah? A lot of people have seen my face around, so. Oh, well, uh, you mind cluing me in on our walk? What exactly am I cluing you in on? Well, I would love to know where you're from. Uh, we're walking together. Seems we might as well know a little bit about each other. Uh, that's very presumptuous. Um, I am more curious to know about you honestly this this get up this look is this um it's uh we'll just say it's um i've grown accustomed to it uh i try to try to look uh presentable but uh some things will some things are, are harder to lose than others hmm. that's the truth um i'm i'm guessing thrift store or Brooklyn, right? I actually, uh, you wouldn't know it, but yeah, I actually had this 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 made to fit, uh, so it's a little more comfortable to move in. As, as much as it, you know, it seems fitted, it's uh, not exactly my my scene, but uh, I try to try to round off the rough edges, if you know what I mean. <laughs> We've all got rough edges, right? <laughs> yes, that's the truth. So, what is your name? Uh. Elijah, but my friends call me Eli, and I believe I heard your name was, was it Cherry or Sherry? Cherry. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Is that a, is that a given name or is that, uh, were you born with that? Oh, no. No one knows the name I was born with, but that's the name that I signed all my papers with when I was four, so that's the name that most people use these days. Ah, I understand. 
So what uh, brings you to the, the church then? Um, praying. Well, is he kind of, <laughs> I understand. Do you? Well, yes, that's uh, one of the several reasons I find myself going there as well. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess this is really convenient or maybe we're going for the same reason. Seems entirely possible. Hmm. You really didn't know who I was just by looking at me. I've seen your face, but no, I, I'm, I'm afraid the uh, social media game's not exactly my strong suit. Do you even have a cell phone? Of course. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. It's 2020. Hmm. It is. But you, Eli, are not 2020. <laughs> no, I'm a... And I can tell with her, correct? Probably. That if I recognize her, is she a known kindred? I would say because of your own personal proclivities, okay. you know the signs better than most. Okay. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, probably uh, almost uh, a little over a century out of date, I suppose, all things considered. Eli... You are full of surprises. <laughs> yep. I, you know, I find that uh, while I lack charm, if I can make up for it in surprise, uh, perhaps, uh, well, perhaps that'll get me through the day or night, as it so happens to be. Hmm. I think I've seen that on, like, a pillow somewhere. But if you came up with it, it's brilliant. <laughs> Let's say I did. So whereabouts are we? We're just walking from the subway yeah. to the... You, yeah, you all are, are, are making your way uh, over to your destination. Okay. And Esther, how would Esther be traveling to get there? Um, Esther was probably already in Manhattan, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the gallery opening she was at was there. So um, she would walk. It's maybe six blocks or so. As you arrive uh, at the church and make your way inside and see the sweeping cathedral, what does Esther look like? Uh, Esther looks a lot like me. Um, short, angry, always wearing a beret. Um, and she has a wardrobe that is just distressed enough that you can tell she bought it that way. Um, and it's way above your pay grade. As you make your way in to the church, you see the scene as described before with one important difference. You see a dangerous looking man standing there, not in the sense that anything uh, about him is necessarily overtly menacing, but you being someone who has been in your fair share of scuffles, Esther, immediately knows when someone knows how to handle themselves. Uh, what does uh, Dimitri look like? Dimitri is, um, he's medium height, 5'8". He's very stocky, broad across the shoulders, but the, the defining features are the fact that he's missing his nose. His right side looks like it was, it was beat up 
Um, he's got pock marks on his cheeks and he's missing his right ear. He's definitely missing um, a couple of his fingers that you can tell as well. And uh, he's um, brooding, very unkempt. He's, uh, he's wearing a, a ruffled, wrinkled shirt with a, a dark pea coat with the collar pulled up. Uh, Esther, give me your wits in Streetwise. And I did not succeed on my hunger check, so I replaced two dice, right? Exactly, yes. Okay. For mechanical purposes, what is that going to functionally do? Uh, it makes it more likely, uh, so the, the red dice have two different faces that the others have got. They've got this skull, um, which is only bad if you have no other successes. If you're using numbered dice, if you roll a one, that is that face. So if you have nothing but that, that is called a bestial fail, which is the worst possible outcome, but the best possible outcome for me. Uh, <laughs> the uh, other face is a uh, the crit on the blood die. If you okay. get one of these, which is a 10 on a blood die, plus either, I guess, two, two crits on two blood dice or one on a blood die and one on a regular, you get what is called a messy critical, where you do the thing you set out to do, uh, but the beast basically takes over for a minute. So the, the example I'd like to give is you may be trying to pick a lock. Uh, you get a messy critical, you just break the handle off. Right. So it's like, well, the lock's open, but now you got, you got a different set of problems now. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so theoretically, uh, the more blood dice you get, the more likely some unintended consequence is going to happen. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, how many successes? Two. You have never met this man, but in the circles that you travel, you've definitely heard descriptions of a, of a, of a Russian who looked just beat to hell and had no nose. He's supposed to be some kind of just killing machine, honestly. One of those things that uh, when you've gotten on the wrong side of the mob a little too far behind on your protection money, when just burning your shop down is a little too kind and they need to make a real statement, that's the guy they call. Do I know what that person would be called? You don't, not with just two successes. In fact, it's just stories, rumors, but right. you're like, mm, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I'm going I'm to just straighten up, pop up my chest, look as big as I can at 5'3", um, and I'll walk right over, um, give a little bow, and just say, Esther, at your service. You stink, small girl. That's... That's about what I expected. Um, let's try again. Esther, and your name is? I'm Dmitri. Dmitri Volkov Borsovich. You may call me Dmitri. All right. Um, what what brings you to, to the church? You don't really fit in with the surroundings. What does that mean? I am here every Sunday. I sit in that pew right there. That's not really true. Um, I, I photograph a, a lot of Gothic architecture, and I've never seen a noseless man here before. This is because you do not look right. I look with my with my eyeballs and with my camera. Precisely. You look, but you do not see. I am here. Trust me. I pray. 
Uh-huh. And I'll just take a few steps back and sit on the nearest pew staring at him. Uh, Dimitri, when she sort of uh, backpedals and is like kind of eyeing you, uh, what do you do? So where where was I when I um, I was right inside the door? Mm-hmm. Just sort of uh, you know this that kind of like a uh, congregational area for people to talk sort of before they move forward into the pews. Uh, just sort of back around that area. Um, I will make sure that she actually sits down and has has kind of finished her her interrogation of me and um i um uh, i'm gonna slink back into the corner still in that main vestibule but where i can see the the front of the church and and everything else when you sort of get into your position you see walking through the door a very colorfully haired woman and a very dapper vintage gentleman um, sort of darken the door you all again see the cathedral as described but this time you see this uh green haired woman sitting in the pews like she's looking at something and you do see this man sort of somewhat off to the side somewhat inconspicuously uh, again there are far less parishioners in here than there were before and there is a man on one of the pews who appears to be sleeping quick question if um if i have the folkloric block am i gonna have trouble getting into this church or is this one an exception is this where you need to be invited in probably yeah <laughs> uh if that Which is one? your if that is your folkloric bane, no, someone has to invite you in. All right. Then you kind of, uh, Cherry, you kind of feel as I kind of stop at the door. Uh, what? Come on. Of course. Thank you. As I kind of now step across the threshold. Oh, um, you're one of those, huh? Like I said, it's uh, it kind of comes with age. Mm. Uh, mm. I kind of look around. Do I see, so I can see Dimitri there as well? Yes. Uh, I will give me your wits and awareness. He is trying to be inconspicuous. So, uh, although, Dimitri, are you full-blown hiding or are you just sort of kind of, yeah, right, exactly. Esther's sort of like, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not completely hiding. I'm just being inconspicuous. Just, just out of the way. Sitting yeah, in okay. the shadows. Uh, let's see. One... That's three successes. You definitely make out that there's a man who is trying to stay in the shadows, but he's okay. successful enough that you can't make out his features. But you are aware of the fact that there's a inconspicuous person over there. But okay. I mean, it's like you couldn't pick him out of a police lineup or something. Uh, gotcha. that, okay. yeah. I'll, uh, <clears throat> I admit I'm a little uh, unsure what to do now. I haven't... Uh... I didn't receive much in the way of in-depth instructions, Sherry. Should we just grab a seat here? Well, we could start by making friends. I suppose it doesn't hurt. I walk right up to Esther and, like, kind of look her up and down. And I'm like, I love that jacket. Thanks. Um, your Your hair is right thank you um so is this your friend and i point at dimitri I, I don't think he's good at friends i don't um i i met him 
uh, he didn't break any limbs of mine, so mm. I I guess we're as close to friendship as you could really expect. I am not friends with little girl. Not a little girl. Hearing his voice, I would like to step over uh, to him over there and kind of extend a handshake. We haven't been acquainted. Uh, name's Eli. And a pleasure to meet you, Eli. You forgive me if I do not touch hands. I understand. Uh, it's not uh, not a custom for everybody, but uh, in any case, it is nice to meet you. I think I... Do, would I know, given from, from kind of my background, would I know who, who he is now seeing him? This is the Whitson Streetwise. Right, do you yeah, have do, do you have any particular do any of you actually have uh the uh connections uh merit with the uh, underworld black market connections or any underworld ties in your backgrounds? Uh, it's streetwise. Not with an yeah, underworld that exists anymore. <laughs> yeah, as I said, I didn't... It's, your underworld is in the underworld now. Yeah, I only got uh three if successes you need, there. If you need some tea from the eighteenth century, I am your boy. Uh, same thing, similar to okay. Esther's experience. You've heard stories of such a man. Uh, again, he has a very distinct face. Uh, right. But again, it, it is it, it is more boogeyman-ish stories uh, that honestly you yourself would not have believed. In fact, you probably thought maybe they were just uh, erroneous accounts of someone having seen a Nas or something because uh, people try and rationalize it later. But no, that's that that's that's that dude. Gotcha. Well, I uh, think I may have heard about you in passing. Uh, you, uh, you around here often? Yes. This is my normal haunt, you might say. I, I keep an eye here, and I pray regularly. Uh, also a man of faith, I understand. He did not say that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> could, I could... did. I'm going to have a moment of recognition... I know you. You're you're that little tart who did all of those movies and then you just disappeared. You look amazing. There was a compliment in there, so I'm gonna say thank you. Um, that being said, uh, I don't know you, so I'm sorry. Right? No, I'm Esther. Hi, Esther. I'm Cherry. Nice to meet you. And I extend my hand and shake. Do you take my hand? Yes. As I shake your hand, I look at Dimitri and just like stare him straight in the eye as we shake hands and like gesture to it, like. <laughs> um, and then release you and say, well, Esther, it's really nice to meet you. Um, I don't generally like being called a tart, but. Oh, I mean, I mean, it is a compliment. Um, you've got to let me photograph you sometime. Just. Oh. I, <laughs> totally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Say no more. And and who is this gentleman you brought with you? He he has quite a, a look going oh, on. Oh, I grab Eli by the arm and like pull him in like we're the best of friends. I'm like, this is Eli. Is he not adorable? Look at him. He's straight out of another time. I I want to say that we shop at the same places. This outfit looks very familiar to me. He had it anything, tailored. Uh, anything is possible. I kind of extend my hand to. Uh, I'm sorry. I think it was Esther. Uh, my name's Eli. E Eli, pleasure, truly. Um, down, 
downstairs, <laughs> Avedon and Hugo, is you've been uh, e exchanging uh, anachronistic uh, pleasantries. Uh, Avedon, this creature is fascinating. <laughs> Watching him, you all hear. Oh, yes, go ahead. Can you hear better with the pointy ears? She just keeps asking him like weird like questions like that. That's just, is, is that a th is that a thing? Is it like echolocation? Like that? Oh no, the only ears I've had attached to my head. So uh, probably yeah. I think I can hear people coming right now. Oops. Hugo, you can hear the soft ringing of a small bell. Maybe it's time to die, or maybe it's just a tiny little bell coming our way. A bell coming our way. Uh, maybe it's time for one of the services to start or something. And, uh, she just kind of look at her watch. Uh, it is nearly midnight. It is it is about 11.56 or so. And a moment, a beat or two after he tells you he hears it, you do hear it from deeper in the catacombs, a small bell, and it is getting closer. Do I recognize it or is this unusual to me? Uh, you do know that sometimes the penitent walk around with bells when they're practicing their silence. Um, so that they don't necessarily spook the wrong person and, quite frankly, get massacred. Mm, yes. Uh, mm, yes, that bell, um, it, it usually means someone who's being very quiet is coming this way and um, uh, doesn't want to say quiet. what? That doesn't make any sense. Someone who's very quiet has a bell on them? Mm, it's a, a vow. If they were so quiet, then I wouldn't be able to hear them right now. Mm, but you hear the bell, and that's what the point is with that. Uh, that they don't talk uh, like like uh, monks, you know, church uh, oh, okay. mm, vow of silence type thing. Um, uh, the bells, so we know they're coming, like cats. Oh yeah, I like cats. When you say I like cats, you actually hear. <laughs> Is there a cat? Do y'all hear a cat? Do I hear that? More like rat noises, Avedon, but yeah, you hear it. Hmm. I mean, if, I, it, if it rhymes with a cat, that's okay too. Uh, I would uh, say I apologize uh, about the rat infestation down here, but um. Oh no. Well. If the, if the rumors uh, are correct, um, that might be a, a bonus to you. What rumors are you talking about? Right when you say that, from you all can see coming out of the darkness, um, it, what looks like a, an, an older uh, matronly looking woman, and she looks at both of you with eyes that are just absolutely pitch black. Uh, you very much recognize the eyes of Oblivion, Avedon. Uh, for you, Hugo, you've not seen such a thing here. If you have, it's been many, many, many years. Um, it is not just the whites of her eyes that are black. It's the entire socket. They are just inky pools. 
and she is wearing uh, a nun's habit and carrying a cage that is full of recently freshly harvested brats. And in her other hand, she is clinking a small bell as she's walking. Have I ever seen her before? Uh, Give me your wits and awareness, Hugo. Let's see how good you are with faces. (laughs) May I roll the same? I'm very good with faces. Yes, you absolutely. Remembering them is a different thing. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. (laughs) Valid. So what am I rolling? Wits and awareness. Who can say? The same thing. Uh, You were going... (laughs) to replace at least one of the dice with your hunger die. Hunger die. Uh, I got eight and nine, a 10 and a 10. So that, that is a crit. So uh, that so every two tens is a crit, which is good. Are either of those tens on your hunger die? Hunger die was the ten, was the other ten, the last ten. Okay, perfect. Uh, so that is again a messy crit. Uh, what that means is you succeed, but you succeed uh, maybe a little more enthusiastically than you'd wished. In Avedon, you you see him rush over and wrap his many knuckled hands around the sides of this woman's face. Um, yeah, you've seen this face. You've seen this face, Hugo. Oh, I like your eyes. They look like how I feel inside all the time. Are those rats? Do you have rats in there? Oh, okay. you, you hear the bell is like, <laughs> She's clearly trembling. Uh, like, that's a- no, no, no! You don't have to. You don't have to be, have to be afraid of me. I, I'm a, I'm a friend. Evadon, okay. when you get this closer look at her, especially as the she blinks the oblivion away, uh, she's one of the one of the penitent. Uh, even you are sort of. They try so hard to stay out of the way. Even you have to struggle sometimes to keep track of them. Um, you you think her name is a uh, sister Lisa maybe, Lisa Lindsay? Uh, 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 that's uh, that's sister L. Um, no, she's very nice. Always always has the the rats. Uh, uh, thank you, L. Lisa, Lindsay, Lauren. She just sort of like smiles a little bit and then just like looks downward. And then uh, she takes the tray of rats in both hands and just holds it up for you, Hugo. And then she kind of like looks down. They are still alive. And you bite in with a satisfying crunch to this creature, which squeaks slightly, but then stops almost immediately. Hugo, the rats just taste awful. I mean, back in your day, you could taste the sea. It's all, it's the... all that junk food. It's all that junk food. It makes it makes them not well. They're not healthy anymore. They've been eating. They used to eat each other, and that's the best kind. The rats that cannibalize their own kind. But now they eat Fritos and Cheetos. 
and uh, other not... things end with O's. It, we do usually source them from uh, the uh, six train line. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. People do stand there and just kind of toss that into the subway, and they, the rats seem to like it. Wait, New York has six trains now? Oh. Oh, uh, they've got like more than six. There's okay. a train that's called the. Oh, um, yeah. How old are you? <sighs> yeah, I'm like probably just. I'm. I think I'm thirty. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yes, uh, probably not proper for me to ask. Uh, I do apologize. Um, uh, uh, yes, dear. We'll uh, look into getting you some more farm-raised rats uh, for next time. Okay. Um, I'm not picky. I didn't mean to complain. It's nice to have rats. Oh, uh, no, but we, we do want to make sure that uh, as a guest you are taken care of properly. We don't want to offend you either. No, when, I can't. I'm not offended. When she says that, Sister Lisa like nods and reaches up and takes the rat by the tail. Do you drain the rat, Hugo? Or do you try and leave it at least alive? Column A, old column B. <laughs> she sort of uh, takes it in in her hand, and she just looks at you and smiles for a second, and tucks it in a pocket. And then she pushes uh, a sleeve back and looks at her watch and goes. Is that what? Well, I believe she's telling us that the others have arrived. Oh. Uh, it's, oh, her wrist or something, or a watch. I couldn't tell. When, when you say she's offering her wrist, she does very like enthusiastically hand it out to you, like. Uh, no. Thank and then she looks know. at you for a second, Avedon, and is like. Oh uh, no, I'm quite all right, thank you. And uh, she picks Y'all up the cake. Cat? <laughs> True. It was my rat noises. I summoned them. <laughs> and they're all like, we are needed. Uh, she does pick up the cage of rats and like points at you, Hugo, and points at it just sort of around the room. Like, I don't know what she's trying to say. Oh, is that my bag full of rats? I keep the rats. You keep the rats. Okay. I'll do that. And uh, she looks at you both and like literally does this and like turns and walks back into the depths of the catacombs. That's the only nice nun I've ever met. That was weird. Uh, yes, uh, Sister Lynn is very sweet. Um, Lonnie? Lista. Lonnie? Uh, I'll remember it at some point. Uh, uh, Sister L. Uh, she stops and turns around like she's going to say something like, uh, write it down for me later, dear. Um, uh, again, I would ask, but you can't answer. Hmm. See, uh, she takes the bell and she tucks it in her front pocket so you can't hear anything. And she turns in her eyes, turn the jet black again, and she disappears into the darkness. Why do her eyes do that? Can you tell me why her eyes do that? Oh, um... It's uh, what we do to see in the dark, and uh, Avedon will do the same, and she'll activate her eyes of oblivion. 
you see the exact same thing happens. It like the entire sockets of her eyes fill with black pools. In Avedon, you see uh, the familiar sight of both the darkness recedes, but it's like you can peer halfway into the Shadowlands around here. And you can see where these sarcophagi are laying here in this physical church in the spirit world. They are huge, thick things. And you see all around uh, Sister L as she's moving down through the catacombs. You see there are spirits all around that sort of like come up and like look at her and things. And she just sort of like literally like is like greeting them as she's disappearing uh, off into the darkness. Uh, what, 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 what are you looking at? Oh, um, uh, some of the uh, other guests from years and years past who uh, have continued to call this home, even into recent days. I like your eyes. You know, I never told anyone this, but your eyes look like how I feel inside. Oh, um, same. Do you all make your way upstairs? Uh, yeah. And, go? And, uh, and she will turn her oblivion sight off before she walks up into the church and terrifies a bunch of individuals. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, as I'm like following her, I, like the music gets louder and louder. I get more, I, I imagine I don't get sweaty, but I definitely I just get more uncomfortable but the minute I see someone who I think probably looks like a normal person I'm just going to try to kind of look normal what people think normal is I will do my best I will say uh Avedon two things one you know how to lead him back without leading him through the uh vicar's private study and also uh Hugo as you're coming up again your body reacts in ways that you don't always want it to you find yourself unconsciously breathing just enough so you can hyperventilate. You're like, <sighs> in Avedon, you see clear tension in, in his supernatural body uh, as you all are rising higher up the stairs. Would you perhaps like a robe or uh, something like that uh, to, to hide yourself uh, with if you feel a bit nervous. I, I know you're used to staying underground and, and staying hidden. Would a you robe. Like, what? With a, with a big hood or something. It, it'll make you feel hidden uh, without actually being. Uh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. Uh, I, never want to, oh. I, know, I never had a robe before, but I, 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 that's nice. I'll wear a robe. Uh, there uh, usually are some form of acolytes robes around here, I, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, this, this this has been your home for a few years now, Avedon. You easily can locate such a thing uh, to, to put on him. And it is a thick, uh, uh, multi-tiered <laughs> monk's robe that is <laughs> heavy and woolen and very much covers up pretty much all of your face if you pull the hood up. Avedon? Yes. That was very nice of you. Well, I would like to make you feel as comfortable as possible. Thank you. As you all make your way into the 
main sanctuary. Uh, the scene is now dotted Avedon with these colorful and unique characters uh, stretched around uh, the place. You've seen uh, most of the people who were praying have gently been ushered out. You see Brother Kyle standing very inconspicuously off uh, by one of the walls and you see that man is asleep again. I think uh, I think Eli might step up. <clears throat> I'm gonna very gently like place a hand on his shoulder and kind of see if just a gentle kind of just a gentle nudge will wake him up. No problem, officer. No, no, no. I just uh, <clears throat> the rest of my eyes. I just uh, <clears throat> waiting on the train. I just <clears throat> waiting on the train. <clears throat> oh. You know, uh, sleeping in church is mighty disrespectful. Oh, uh, yeah, no, somebody said that to me earlier. No, I, I was just, I was, I was meditating. It's like, you know, like my, my, my mom is sick and I just came, um, you know, just to, yeah, 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 no, I'm up. Well, I'm I up. think the, uh, I think before you have to get told a third time, maybe uh, the doors are closing. Maybe you should go find uh, some place to sleep for the night. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give a... Um, and he does uh, sort of stand up and he just reeks of alcohol once he and you hear the clink of glassware uh, in his pockets. I'll kind of grab him by the by the scruff around it, like <laughs> just kind of pull him up close, not raise my voice at all. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't bring any of that in here again or come in here in that state. Avedon, you do not hear this exchange, but you very much see Eli kind of sweating the guy. You do witness that. Uh, she'll continue to walk over to get a, a closer listen as to what's going on, since she's already told this guy to not sleep in church once today. You feel like he's about to kind of mouth off, but he sees this raven-haired goddess approaching and he's sort of like he's like yeah 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 no no i'm i'm, I'm good I'm, I'm i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm leaving yeah hey uh so i thought like weren't you supposed to like believe in the parable of the good samaritan or some shit like if i fell off a horse you're supposed to help me or something i i don't know i i, I did fell off the wagon i fell off the wagon yeah that that that's in the bible you, right you thank this gentleman right here right now say thank you to him Thank you. That is that is a, a very nice tie. My my grandfather wore a tie like that. They they used to bring me to the church here, and he was dressed like this. This is this is nice. It's like a little, and he like starts smoothing your suit out, and his hands are filthy. He's not staining you up, but he very much is like, no, yeah, no. This this is a. I'm just oh, gonna I... kind of very gently take his hands and. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I'm just kind of motioning this... towards. I want to grab his hand. <laughs> is the reason that you still have all of your grubby little fingers to grab onto those little alcohol bottles with, dear. Perhaps it's time you exit for today. He ha holds his hands up and you wrap your hands around one of his, Hugo. Yeah. Hey, my name's Hugo. Jesus, fuck. No, that's not me. My name's Hugo. Your wrist feels very weak in my tiny little hand. It would be really bad if your hand got very, very weak and mine got more and more strong. So be nice. 
Have a good day. Shoo. Do you let him go? Oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't know we were still touching. <laughs> and you see he turns and he looks right at you, Dimitri, and goes white as a sheet. He's visibly more scared of Dimitri than he even is of Hugo. Hey, uh, no, no, no disrespect to, to any of you. I'm just gonna, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see nothing. And he like very much looks down at the floor. He's like, I, I, I didn't see nothing. Um, I have know. a, uh, have a blessed night. No, just, you're, he very much is like backing towards the door, but like facing all of you, like with his eyes down. Bye. Let me get the door for you, friend. When you come over to the door, he says, uh, I'm sorry, uncle, in very broken Russian. Like he doesn't speak Russian, but he knows that like, that's what he's supposed to say. You are lucky that there are so many people around tonight, my friend. Walk safely. He's trembling so much you can hear the clanking the clink. As he walks out the door. Could I please be less afraid? It hurts my ears. As he's leaving, yes, could Esther. I reach into his coat pocket and pull out the liquor bottle and put it into my coat pocket? <laughs> while he's looking at dimitri and your hand goes in yeah there's like a, a a pocket rocket a schnapps that is like you know this much is left in it yeah wow you are from my high school okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we all went to that high school yeah we all <laughs> mm -hmm. yep uh yeah he's a <laughs> And he does turn and go, and the door closes behind him. Right, right before the door closes, I'd like to. And remember, you saw nothing here tonight. Uh, he just keeps repeating in increasingly worse Russian. I'm sorry, Uncle, as he's like fumbling with his pronunciation, and each one is worse than the one before it. As he just like backs away. And he, the moment that he feels it's like a, a responsible distance, he turns and just like runs as fast as he can uh, away from the church, leaving the six of you together and alone inside for the first time. And I think that is a good place for us to take a little break. So let's just take a quick 10. Uh, you know what? We'll do deluxe. We'll do 13. We'll come back at 40 minutes after. Ooh, deluxe. I'm gonna deluxe. Only, paid, just... only paid for 10, but we got 30% extra. <laughs> Never say I haven't done anything nice for you. So yes, we will come back at uh, 40 minutes after. We'll see you in a minute. Hello and welcome back. I, you know, it's funny, and this is true, y'all. I was like, you know, I was discussing the tone, the kind of show that we're after. And then I rile them all up on like Star Wars nerd stuff on the break. And then I'm like, cool, 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 serious faces now. Vampires. Vampires. Vampires, a game that many find to be unnatural. 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 Um, uh, Although I, I have shared with you all before, that's, you know, different on LA by night, different people have different processes of how they get into character. And some people, it's like a, you're listening to music and they're really there. 
Alex and I every time. It never failed. We'd be talking about Pokemon and stuff. We're like, jib, 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 jib. And they're like, 10, 9. And we're like, <laughs> now these are our vampire faces. Here's, here's um, my secret. Jingle bells, song by Tapo Negative. That gets me there. I was going to say your secret is you're always a vampire. <laughs> or that. Well, also right. sing jingle bells that way. It's amazing. Challenge accepted. But yeah. I digress. So, having seen this rude man uh, out of the establishment, uh, you all find yourselves now, uh, I say alone, but you are very aware of the somewhat inconspicuous presence of Brother Kyle sort of off to the side. Uh, he is a pleasant looking 30 something man uh, with a bearded kind face and small spectacles. And he stands there with his hands crossed in front of him. Also sort of just looking somewhat kind of three feet ahead of him on the ground type thing, you know, even as you all came in, the more uh, per uh, perceptive of you all might've noticed his eyes sort of turn in your direction and like a, a friendly nod, but beyond that, he might as well be one of the fixtures along the walls. And this is the first time that you have found yourselves all together. Cherry, have you ever seen anything like Hugo? Absolutely not um well in like a monster movie that i did a long time ago but this is the first time i'm seeing i'm like i can tell they're not prosthetics and i literally from the moment that he charged in and wrapped all of his knuckles around uh henry's arm i have just had the same face of just and I, I cannot take my eyes off of him, but it's it's not a, it's not a good face. I, 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 you absolutely I see that. Her. Yeah, I turn towards her. I got really pretty scars. It's distracting. I'm sorry. It's okay. <sighs> I get this. I get this a lot. So I'm sorry. I know what I look like. No, 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 you, you, um, as we say, beauty is totally subjective and, um, uh, you don't have to apologize for your scars, but, um, wow. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's, you know, have you ever tried to take a selfie? Is that, is that what they call them? Do you want to take a self? Maybe like when we're somewhere with better lighting. Okay. I think you lend yourself more to portraiture, my dear. Um, you have such a, a unique look. I'd hate to see you drown out poor Cherry. Um. Yeah, well, I, I've been told that sometimes it takes a long time for someone to absorb what I look like, so a painting makes a lot of sense. Hmm. We, can, we can get that done. I know, I know wonderful artists. Okay. Uh, I'm Cherry. I'm a hero. Nice to meet you, Cherry. You are very much not like what I look like. I hold out my hand to shake his hand. 
It is true. You would be hard-pressed to find any two members of the same species that look more diametrically different than the two of you. I gently, Hugo gently reaches out with his hand and tries just to be as careful as inhumanly possible. One quick shake and I, like, extricate my fingers. It's nice to meet you. Anyway, this is Esther. Um... Hi, Esther. Hi, Hugo. <laughs> this is Eli. <laughs> Hi, Eli. I also extend my hand as a Nice to meet you there, Hugo. He's less gentle with you. <laughs> Those you you realize when he um, wraps his fingers uh, around yours, uh, Eli. It is it is a strange sort of a tensile strength. It is not a a brute force, but it is not unlike being wrapped around by an octopus that it seems so gentle and you're like oh it's not hurting me but please stop wait no it's not stopping wait it's not letting go ah <laughs> no it's just engulfing oh yeah but i'm gonna keep straight face composure because that's uh that's what he does <clears throat> well uh you look very modern thank you i uh, do my best to kind of keep up uh, are you um are you like a club kid or something like that you got I don't, I don't know what that means, I'm sorry. Your cravat is very fancy. Oh, thank you. Um, this is a wonderful exchange, but uh, as you two have recently uh, extricated yourselves from the basement, perhaps you would uh, oh, enlighten us big. as to uh, why we're here. And I will then probably extend my hand over to Avedon, and I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm Eli. <clears throat> The name is uh, Avedon. Uh, yes, uh, I am the child, the vicar, uh, whom you all seem to have agreed to help. Uh, most recently, uh, our friend Hugo here. Uh, but I suppose the most important question is why? When we reached out to you all um, to protect this turf, this area, why is it so special to you all? Why did you say yes? Well, I can't speak for everybody, but uh, in spite of the situation we find ourselves in, the I find the church uh, to be close to my heart. Uh, now I, I don't exactly know what we're protecting it from, but as such, I am inclined to help. Hmm. Well, that's that. Uh... Not just the church, of course. It's um, some of the surrounding area. Of course. I think when I was a man, this used to be a field that I used to be in sometimes. I don't know. Or I raised food. It was a field. You know, I, I might remember that. Do would you, what you, Hugo? Uh, now, you, you strike me as a. Uh, maybe a, a well-wisened gentleman. Uh, where, whereabouts are you from, sir? Lots of places. Yeah. Lots of places. I understand. 
So, I, I'd like you did pique my curiosity. I think queens. Oh. You it's, all are uh, rude. You are uh, rude little girls. It's very, it's very rude. It's, uh, it's very boring to make fun of queens. That's true. We've been to it for centuries. Uh, what were you saying there, uh, Dimitri? I, I'm going to interject myself. This is taking too long. We are here for a reason. You two little girls are very rude. Look at this gentleman. He is obviously elderly. You must treat him with respect. Now, our reasons Never are... I haven't been rude to anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Esther, what is uh, Esther doing during this exchange? After Avedon asked uh, why you all agreed to help and uh, this back and forth is taking place in front of you. Well, she's, she's going to watch the two out of their timeline. Um, gentlemen have this back and forth and, and watch the, the noseless Russians step out of the shadows. And she's just going to kind of stand there with her arms crossed, um, exchanging knowing glances with Cherry, like waiting for this insanity to sort of simmer down. Um, and wait for Abaddon to acknowledge her. Give me your wits and streetwise, Esther. And again, replace some of the black dice with your hunger dice. That is two success again. You recognize this face when you look at Avedon. Um, there's something about her you can't quite put your finger on, but you're like, no, I know her. Uh, but you you don't remember why, but you I, you know that face. Well, in that case, I'm gonna completely ignore the boys. Walk right up to Avon and go. You you look very familiar. Have you ever modeled or you know been been a, the subject of a painter locally or? Um, you, you just, you look so familiar to me. I hold a certain level of high ranking, um, amongst certain groups of our kind, um, depending on beliefs that they hold. Um, but my name gets around a, a, a little bit, um, usually for my belief. And she kind of gestures vaguely at the church uh, in both this and um, that of our dark father. When she says the words, our dark father, would any of you, especially some of the older ones of you, um, consider yourself to be uh, Nottis? Uh, what Nottis are is the, the default belief amongst most in the world of darkness is that Cain is the first vampire. Um, it's, it's one of those things that uh, obviously there's some people that believe very passionately to the contrary, but it's you're more likely to have at least been told it at some point, like, okay, whatever. But some people, like, believe that. Uh, Eli would be such a person. I don't know. What, what yeah, do you think? Uh, you, he's very stuck in his ways. If, uh, uh, Dimitri, would this, this line up uh, with Dimitri's faith? Just... Uh, 
Yes. Yes. This this comes from the old world, and I am very much of the old world. Then Dimitri and Eli, you both absolutely have heard of this woman. Uh, you know it's right to be subtle, but in the circles of those that really adhere to the old religion, uh, she's very important. Her 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 birth was heralded, uh, as it were. And in the few short years that she has been a kindred, she has been of supreme service um, to, to the movement. Right. No, I, I swear you've modeled somewhere. Mm. Um, <clears throat> if you well, haven't, you should. I, I mean... I have a, an aversion to cameras. We can change that. I, I do too. Mm, I don't they know don't... if I can help you, Hugo. But why do I? Need I help? think you're beautiful, Hugo. And you? Well, I mean, yes. This this area is very important to all of us. For me, I know a, a girl's got to eat, um, and New York just has such wonderful culture. I mean, um, there's always someone around. Who knows one painting from another? It's a good reason. You all see Brother Kyle sort of quietly step forward. And when he's walking past you, Dimitri, he doesn't look at you, but he very much says, peace be upon you, my son. But he says it in Russian without uh, making any other eye contact. And he looks at the rest of you and gives you, again, a, a very neighborly smile. Uh, he's not quite old enough to be grandfatherly. He'd even be young for a dad, but he's just, he very much is a face that you'd expect to back in your old life if you came walking out and he picked up the paper and just sort of looked at you like, oh, hi, you know? Uh, and he says, well, what a blessed assembly. Uh, thank you, Avedon. And you see, he definitely like bows a little bit uh, to her for returning from your journey west uh, to help us uh, again and thank all of you uh, Eli, Esther, uh, Dimitri, uh, Cherry, uh, Hugo, especially Hugo, how are you finding things? I know it's been uh, a new transition, things have changed somewhat, yes. I feel like mostly I was found by her. I was down below, now I'm up here. Well, um, I know we discussed this, Hugo. Again, you were recently extracted from the Hudson, remember? That explains oh, yeah. this. <coughs> the beautiful, clean oh. waters of the Hudson. Yes, I was down there for a nap. Why are people laughing? What? <laughs> It is, a, it is a joke of the modern era. Yeah, you'll adjust to the humor. That's the hardest part with culture. You know humor. It, uh, it moves so fast these days. You, uh, my advice would just be to just to laugh and nod. Yes, I do not understand this humor in the Instagramming. There you go. 
He learns quick. I like him. Know what you get with this guy. Well, that is actually why we've asked you all to be here. Um, yes, I represent um, certain interests that would like to see uh, this fine structure that has stood for centuries uh, stand for many more. Uh, I also represent certain entities that have stood for untold millennia and must continue and far into the future until the end of all things. Uh, and hopefully, if we play our cards right, maybe even you, proud kindred, might also have many, many glorious centuries ahead uh, in service to all things sacred. Yes? This is quite agreeable to me. We don't have to, like, convert, do we? You just... You just want to keep the place safe? Joining the church is not necessary. Okay. Um, then then I think we're good. are fully entitled to be wrong in your belief if you choose to. It is your right. But this is kind of the church's neighborhood. So you don't necessarily have to agree with our beliefs, but if you could keep a lookout for those who do tend to uh, want to come here to practice and oversee. And uh, uh, of course, you know, we will in turn do our best to take care of you as well. You know, Time Out New York once said that no one has their finger on the pulse of New York City like Cherry Thorn. So I think that I'll be able to help. You uh, are quite right. Uh, yes, I'm sorry, Mr. Eli. I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. I guess I'm just a little bit fuzzy on, uh, it can't be a money thing. So are we just, uh, are you short-staffed? Why have you brought us here? Well, um, I have all, I'm, I'm a bit of a movie buff. You wouldn't know it to look at me here. Um, but I have always been looking forward to saying something like, <clears throat> You've all been selected because you have certain skills. Skills that would be if you died. No, I can't do it. It, it sounds dumb when I do it. Um, but yes, uh, you all have a unique combination of skills and interests in the area that uh, we thought might be useful. Um, and here is what we uh, offer in exchange. Um, yes, not everyone is motivated by money as much as some. Um, however, we do exert a significant influence, and that might be of use uh, should you, oh, I don't know, um, run into some political trouble, or need somewhere to hide, or need enemies to disappear, you know, things like that. Hmm. Or get yeah, fished out of the Hudson. <laughs> right, Mr. Hugo? I got that reference. That was about me. And you we like talkies. Are, we are happy to have you, sir. You are a credit. This very building would not be standing if not for uh, the help of people like you. Uh, uh, Abaddon, did he enjoy our gift to him? Oh, uh, I, I think so. Um, if we could get... Uh some farm-raised ones next time, maybe not the wild ones from the subway, but um, uh, some of the ones that uh, 
that tend to run around the garden in the back uh, might actually be um, a little bit of a better choice next time, though. And he leans in close to you, and he's like, no, I mean the, the bloom. Did he show that? I can have it out of my collection that we gave the gift to him. Did you? Did you? Oh, uh, I had almost forgotten. It's just, uh, I've never really seen one before today. Kind of slipped my mind that I had it. Uh, and she does uh, pull it out and go, um, I believe this was for you. You go. It is an old Spanish uh, gold coin. Uh, those of you, any of you, even a casual observation, know that it is expensive. Uh, those of you that have sort of been around the block a while know that this coin is honestly probably worth maybe like $2 million to a collector. Uh, you, Hugo, looking at it, um, it definitely is the kind of coin that, that you would have traded in. Uh, back in the day, it is centuries old, uh, and it has been uh, cleaned but not polished, basically. Uh, it feels uh, very gently worn and used and, quite frankly, loved. Thank you. Uh, I love nickels. This reminds me of the old days. Um... Yeah, this is be good. Maybe, maybe I treat myself to like one night in an inn or something like that. I appreciate that. That was very kind of you. Thank you for the rats. Well, the the exchange rate is somewhat uh, different these days. I wouldn't recommend um, trying to spend it because someone would take it. Believe me, but it is uh, it is more uh, sentimental. Everyone tries to take it. I take a piece of them with it. That'd be okay. Uh, yes, and he bows very deeply. He's like, I, I would love one of these nights. If you're not too busy, I have so many questions of what it was like on the on the high seas uh, when New York was just an island, you know, going from port to port, trying to evade the king's justice. That's, oh, you're like a living history book, sir. I should very much like to hear these stories as well if we ever uh, have time to pull up. Now that was curvy and it was wet. That's about <clears throat> it. That's about it. Good times. So well, why are we here again? What are we doing? Well, who are we killing? We eating somebody? We are... Well, okay. You all are people of uh, of business. I understand. And he walks over and there is what looks like almost like a, a silk cord hanging from the ceiling. And he just pulls it. And you hear uh, a louder bell than what you all experienced downstairs, but by no means like a large gong. It's like ding, 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 ding. And a few moments later, uh, another woman who also, uh, if, if you had to imagine the two of them would look perfect side by side in uh, an American Gothic painting, um, comes in uh, with a tray of blood bags and a folder under her shoulder. You immediately recognize her Avedon as Sister Megan. Uh, these two basically run the place. Uh, when when the, the vicar needs something done, these two are the ones that interface the most directly with him and are kind of his right and left hand. Mm. Uh, she'll nod and she'll say, uh, thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. Um, I'm Sister Megan. Thank you all for joining us. Oh, look at that colorful hair. That is so fun. Um, I, I arranged a, a little snack here. I don't know what you all like. Are any of you hungry? Um, I have access to almost anything you need here. Where did it come from? 
Uh, chef never reveals their secrets, mm. but if you have some special request, I'm sure we could make that happen for you. How sure are you of that? Well, we do have access to significant resources. I mean, hey, look at this big fella right here. He's got a belly full, doesn't he? And she does kind of like give you like a little bit of a slap, Hugo. But you notice when she like gives you a little, the little like, hey, you know, it, there's some heat on it though. Like, I mean, it's a <laughs> Yeah. I'm being touched. What oh, what, what do your eyes look like? Oh, hey, no, no. This is just got my old like baby blues here. Yeah. Mm hmm. You don't look like how I feel. Don't touch me again. Uh, yeah. Oh, yo, you're okay. Um, and Brother Kyle steps forward and he picks up the folder and he's like, "Yes, yeah, Sister Megan is right. Um, if you have any requests, I'm sure we can make that happen for you." Uh, but the first thing we would like you all to look into is this. And he hands the file to you, Dimitri. I'll take it and, and open it up and kind of leaf through it. You notice they are crime scene reports, but they are NYPD crime scene reports. Uh, these are things that should not be available to the public. Um, they are open um, breaking and entering home invasions and murders. Uh, and you know very casually, every single one of them happened within about four blocks of this exact place. Um, there are about eight of them. Uh, there are uh, five robberies and three murders. And what are we supposed to be looking for with these? These are, these are common occurrences in this area. I may or may not have done one or two myself. Well, we did check. Uh, we are quite familiar with your handiwork. You are very thorough, sir. No, no, no. Um, whoever has been doing this uh, unfortunate business has brought a little bit of mm, unwanted attention around here. And we like to keep things sort of quiet. Uh, so we just sort of need to know who's been doing these terrible things and making sure they don't anymore. This is fair enough. I care not what happens with the kind, but I understand the, the need for discretion. What happens if we say no? I mean... Well... I, if you... And it, it is Sister Megan that looks at you and she says, well, uh, if you were to say no, that would be fine. You could go back to your life in your photography studio, except that little favor you asked for from us uh, wouldn't happen. And I think you know that this is a fair trade, Esther. Fine, but you're putting some air pressures on him. The Hudson River is just too much. Uh, it is a taste as much as a smell. That is true, you know, but I just, just don't fight it. Just breathe it in. Just take Honey, it in your mouth. It, get it in your, no, get it in your lungs. Don't fight uh, it. Don't no, fight it, Esther. I, I no. Just, no. I'm with hey, Esther on this one. That's inappropriate. Cherry doesn't smell that bad at all. It's rude. Was that a joke, Hugo? <laughs> he's, he's, he's getting so much better already. Oh, God. So, yep. Mm. 
Oh god, the jaw movement. Uh, See what you if... can do with this. I'm gonna hand him my camera. <laughs> when she hands it to you, the flash immediately goes off. <clears throat> right at Avedon and is an instant camera immediately, Esther, you see on the view, it is distorted and blurry. Um, you can make out her face, but the whole thing almost looks like in the old days of film, if it were double or even triple exposed. There's bizarre colors and distortions and the picture is just terrible. Can I see that too? Okay. I would say she, well, she immediately noticed it because, of course, it's your device. But uh, <laughs> anyone like kind of like leans yeah, over. Yeah, I want to look over and see. With, mm -hmm. with my, you all immediately see it. With my familiarity um, photographing vampires, um, do I think I can correct the image? No, no. you absolutely know the members of Clan La Sombra cannot be photographed. Uh, they do not have reflections and mirrors. You think you might be able to take it and make some other sort of artish thing out of it, but essentially her modeling days are over. Can hashtag, I hashtag Sombra oh, no filter? Can I pull out my cell phone and try to like, like as I see this on on her camera, I'm like, uh, well, Avadon. When you see her look and then pull out her own camera and point it right at you, one, do you let her take the picture? <clears throat> uh, yeah, sure. Especially because uh, uh, she just heard the comment about the modeling earlier and kind of tried to drop the subtle hint of why that wasn't a thing. So now she's like, oh, okay, no, no, you'll see. <laughs> so yeah, she does. She just stands there. The picture you take is ruined in a different way, but just as ruined. Uh, OOC is just one of those details. It's odd. On the one hand, their bane is since they don't have a reflection, they don't show up on cameras, you can't take pictures of them. But in other places, I think just to make sure that you're not just completely fearless about being caught on security cameras, you can make out that it's her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's just blah, you're it's like, like watching her face a face in a black hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're watching a descrambled cable channel, basically. Yeah. I immediately then try to like get a selfie with that blur image you can it, it is your your you the blur like sort of extends like slightly next to you but it's like you in this like lovecraftian twisted nightmare <laughs> in a selfie yeah oh uh, my god do i still have the camera in my hand by chance it's, it would esther do do you do I you let him... It away from him i i meant to hand it to him so. i am like being very careful because this just feels like uh like a crystal ball to me so i'm very confused yeah hugo uh, that uh press, that'll make like uh, instant paintings In instant paintings yeah yeah i i, I take a photo of myself <laughs> you don't want to look at that what just... do I, <laughs> I, I i turn around what do i look like it's, it's, yeah, you look like you. I mean, you 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 look like you really look. You may not look like you believe you look, but you look like you look. Yeah, it's HHD is a mixed blessing, my friend. Those, those are some those are some Hudson River pores. Yeah. How how do I? Um, um, Abaddon, can I ask you? Can I ask you something? Uh, yes, of course. Can you teach me how to look like you and this crystal ball? 
So I don't look like me. Oh, Mr. Oh, Ball. Well, first of all, I think you look wonderful. And, uh, you, you look man. like I feel on the inside. Isn't that what you said? So oh. there you go. And uh, second of all, no, it's a dreadful thing. Uh, it's very hard to put my makeup on every day when I can't see myself in a mirror. So uh, trust me, it's better off the way it is. I promise. And uh, listen not to these little girls and their silly things. Beauty is deeper than skin. Yes, this is how you say. I mean, if I looked like you, I would probably say that. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that, you hear Brother Kyle audibly goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, never Damn. polite to uh, tear down somebody's appearance in front of everyone else. He, um, low growl starting in my chest. He, uh, he, he just looks up for a second and he says, uh, yes, uh, again, <clears throat> sorry, it's, it's, it's dust, it's dust, Hugo, in here, I just did, it, it's seasonal allergies, I, I am so sorry. Um, yes, as you all can see, and he does sort of like spread out some of the crime scene photos, and you can definitely see sort of um, an escalation. Uh, the first is such sort of simple robbery. Then it's kind of a smash and grab. Then it's sort of a home invasion. Then it's a home invasion and they beat some people up. Then it's a home invasion and they start killing them. And each one sort of gets like more and more and more brazen as the crimes are going on. And he says, so we sort of have someone on the police force that I don't want to name names uh, that kind of tipped us off. And the mayor is considering a special task force. Um, that's something we can't have. Uh, we can't have anyone like poking their nose around here asking too many questions because uh, that is both literally and figuratively bad for business. Um, so if you all could just sort of get to the bottom of this one, um, that would be great. Why do they believe that all of these are linked? Uh, Dimitri, give me your, uh, again, as our resident scoundrel, <laughs> do you have, um, do any of you have any ranks in larceny? Larceny is basically the crime skill, which I appreciate the crime as a skill. Investigation. <laughs> I do. I, I didn't put any points in it, but I gotta tell you, if you need someone to steal from the British. <laughs> <laughs> to give the crown a right ruffle. That's um, right. <laughs> I come uh, right at you, I do. <laughs> Eli, I would say you can give me your intelligence and investigation. Uh, Cherry, you can give me your wits in larceny. Uh, Dimitri, do you have any ranks in larceny or in investigation? I have, I have both. More in larceny. Uh, then you can also, you can either give me wits in larceny or intelligence in larceny, whichever is going to be the bigger dice pool for you. Uh, I have three successes and one critical success, but it's not on my blood die. Okay, so the tens are only important if you get two of them. Cool. So, Good we go. so three um, success then. Three? Yes. Uh, yes. I I got two crits. Wait. Yes. Two critical successes, mm -hmm. two regular successes, and three failures. 
Okay, so that is six successes. Are either because uh, uh, each crit counts as four? By the way, okay. I don't know if I clearly said that. Okay. So those two tens count as four successes. Cool. Um, so that is six total. Uh, were either of those crits on your blood die? No. You uh, will first. Uh, it, well, what and what did Dimitri get? I got three successes. Three. Okay. So hold on to the fact that you got six, Cherry. I'm going to come to you uh, last there. Okay. Um. You, Eli, looking at this as sort of uh, from an investigator's eye of like, what makes you think there's some pattern here? Um, as you kind of look at these crime scene photos uh, side by side, you notice uh, the main thing that jumps out at you is they all have the same, like roughly the same size work boot footprint on the door. Um, that somebody very strong has been kicking in these doors, uh, especially because once you sort of clock that detail, you can see some of these doors have significant locks. I mean, this is New York, of course, and like this is the very thing people are worried about. Um, uh, but the door frames are just like busted, like kindling. You also notice um, the thoroughness with which the rooms have been tossed. Uh, it's things like, like couch cushions have been torn off and torn through, um, which is not something that your average uh, burglar is going to do because they're trying to get in and out. So these places have just been tossed, um, which is the, at least to your, without being able to see one of the scenes up close, um, is uh, you know what, what you take from it. Um, Dimitri, you know, these are not pros. Uh, they're committing these crimes, uh, but, but it's like, they're committing crime, but they're not criminals, you know? Um, like, there's no thought, there's no logic. It's like, they're, they're like wild animals um, <laughs> to you. Uh, you very much, like, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, you, you knock that over it now, you know, that's just, you, you probably left fingerprints on that, you know, <laughs> you're like, it's amateurs. That's the, you're like, amateurs. Uh, uh, yes, Hugo. Take such horrible violence on such a nice fainting chair. <laughs> exactly. It is, it is, it is reason. <laughs> It is thoughtless. Uh, Cherry, you actually know some people that, uh, you know, you've heard, you wouldn't know, you're a proper lady, but you've heard uh, dealers that keep their stashes in the couch cushions. Uh, you, in your time, have maybe, you know, been with some people that were like picking something up. You don't know, you were just there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the cash and the supplies were all in the couch cushions. Uh, this very much looks like somebody that were was hitting essentially uh, dealers. Okay. Um, I I relay that information to the group, but very much kind of in the the coy way that you just related to me of like, listen, I I've been you know with some folk who have certain proclivities and you know sometimes the well anyway the stuff was in the cushions the stuff you mean which you know the stuff the the stuff Dimitri illicit substances yeah you know depending on like what kind of night you want to have you mean like, like drugs like poison yeah. for the body 
that's harsh, but yeah. Have you ever had fun, like a day in your life? Yeah, you have lots of fun. Mm. Yeah. I, I, have, I have. Oh, fun. I you bet. Believe you, you I believe you have fun, Hugo. Yeah. I used to have fun. fun With luxury. With six successes, Cherry. Uh, I'm gonna say you've been to one of these places like when you kind of whether or not you reveal that I'll leave up to you but as you're sort of like looking through the crime scene it's like oh shit I know that dude <laughs> yeah okay so this one um, this one might be like a furniture store during the day and then at night it flips into um, you know a party scene that you have to have the password to get into um I'll be specific. I mean, I know stuff. What didn't I say? I believe I quoted Time Out New York, Cherry Thorn, Pulse on New York City. That is quite she, the pulse She does read. seem to be very uh, well connected. Thank you, Eli. Um, I'm just saying that there's a connection here. If If I just look at all of it, it's drugs. I'm saying. I'm saying the connection is drugs. There's drugs. I'm sorry. I'm not very good at things, but shouldn't it be Cherry Thorn uh, has her teeth in the pulse? Yes, that makes more sense. Yeah, that was a really. I think that was a really solid joke. If you just keep, it's the delivery. If you keep up with it, I think you, I think you got it at this point. What, he's like what, a good joke. He's like a three hundred year old Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> I have to get out of here. Where do we start looking? I have well, certain contacts within my industry that I may be able to ask about. I mean, I know dealers too, but... I do not risk... I do not consort with these dealers you speak of. I have other contacts with power, not these street-level thugs. All right, well, what, I mean, what's it going to take? I mean, if it's one person breaking down all these doors, somebody's going to know who it is. We just grease the right palms. I don't know why. Nope. <sighs> Shouldn't take that long. He's right. You know, and we, we all got we all got to contacts. If you all you want to go on to either binge or get some buggy whips on your boy. Is that new? I don't know that. That feels new to me. I one text. One text, and I, I get my guy on the line, and we find out what's going down, at least at the plump pillow, which is only what it's called at night, not what during the day. terrible name. Like I said, only at night. I didn't go for the name. Make your text. Do the thing. Great. Please. All right, so Cherry. Oh, I can get some. Yeah, for science, right? <laughs> um, Cherry is going to try and hit up some people. Uh, Dimitri is going to try and hit up some different people. Uh, I will tell you all in a second what we're going to roll to to make that happen. Um, e what are Eli or Esther, Abaddon or Hugo going to do anything while they're uh, hitting up their contacts? I mean, if they're just making a phone call, I'm going to wait and see what the outcome of that is first. Esther's gonna pull up GPS um, on her phone and kind of distance-wise try and figure out where all of the locations that were hit were, if there's some kind of pattern. 
All right, for that, give me your wits in investigation to see if you can see the pattern. Is there any uh, sort of assist mechanic in this? If I wanted to help with that? Sort of. Okay. Um, uh, you're looking at, as an investigator. Right. Um, I would say, which uh, you can add um, oh. Esther to, oh, yes, what, what's this? That's, that's a, I think that's a critical on my hunger die, yeah, in that. Uh, no, but that's okay. But you need two of those. Do you have two of those? No. Okay. Yeah. No. That's uh, you, as long as you, as long as there's not two of them, uh, then it's all good. I didn't hey. fall hey. upwards. No. Don't get me wrong. Messy criticals are your friend. Let them happen. Do not. <laughs> uh, um, Does not trust. That was the GM. only non-failure I rolled though. So. Okay. So you got one success. Yeah. All right, so roll two additional dice to reflect Eli's help. That is, you're sort of looking. He's kind of like, well, maybe you know, maybe maybe it's this, you know. Standard. Uh, uh, two two regular dice, yes. Um, oh, let me explain another important thing that I haven't that I haven't said to you all before. So, you when you're making a check of any kind, you can spend one of your willpower points to roll up to re-roll up to three of the black dice. You cannot re-roll the blood dice, but you can re-roll up to three. So, uh, when you're making a skill check like that, where you only got the one success and maybe you really want to try, uh, you have the option to spend a willpower and re-roll up to three of the black ones, if you so choose. And how do you get willpower back after it's been spent? When you sleep. Um, okay, cool. You, you go through what is called a superficial willpower. Um, and when you run out of that, if something happens where you have to spend it or uh, it is spent for you, you take what is called aggravated willpower damage. Uh, okay. That is far more difficult to recover. Gotcha. But in I general, it that. is... Excellent. In general, it is basically like a, a session to session resource, essentially. Or if you sleep during the session, it comes back. That is two additional successes for a grand total of three. Okay. Um, well, apparently, uh, the exposition's here. <laughs> you know, right? They're like, can I arrive and tell you what uh, the answer? Um, there is a pattern uh, that has emerged from this. Uh, just like the violence is escalating, uh, Eli, you help uh, Esther realize that this is also like um, they're moving their way up the chain uh, from, you know, basically the people that they just sort of robbed and didn't hurt were kind of just the street level people. You know, maybe the kid that is just holding the bag on the corner and has no juice whatsoever. But the higher up they're getting in the hierarchy, the more the violence is increasing. So um, if you had to wager a guess, Eli, it is almost like the people that are really getting hurt are the people who deserve it more. At least that's how you see it to your eyes. Uh, what is Avedon doing during this? Um, she is not uh, very particularly skilled in um, uh, contacts or investigation of any sort. Um, so she's kind of just keeping an eye on the group and uh, kind of watching to see what they do and kind of feeling them out and uh, seeing how they're handling things and, and kind of trying to see how they're going to react to the situation so she can kind of label them somewhat in her mind as which ones are the punchy ones, which ones are the like espionage type ones so she knows who to ask favors uh, from uh, when the time comes. Uh, so far, they do seem to be springing into action uh, quite effectively. Uh, so, for both Cherry and Dimitri, 
first, do either of you have uh, the contacts merit? Yes. Yes, for Dimitri does cherry. I'm checking. I no. understand. No problem. Uh, do you have influence or status? Is that would that so. be under merits too? Uh, th those are also yeah, their advantages. Yeah, technically, no. merits and advantages aren't exactly the same thing, but they're paid for out of the same pool, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, no. so both of you give me your wits and streetwise, Dimitri. Uh, you you said you've got both. So which, which backgrounds does Dimitri have? Um, I've got uh, three in contacts and three in influence. So this is something you're really great at, Dimitri. So I'm either going to let you do wits and streetwise or wits and larceny, whichever's higher, and you can add both your influence and your contacts dice. Because uh, one, you know people, and two, they should answer when you call. Um, Jerry, mm -hmm. uh, roll your streetwise uh, to see if you can get any information. Just streetwise, no wits? Uh, wits and streetwise, okay, sorry. Okay, great. Yeah, wits and streetwise together. One, um, although, uh, which which of your pools is higher, streetwise or larceny again? Streetwise. Yeah, okay. Right. So you're, this is the difference between you sort of knowing somebody who might know something versus overtly knowing people who do dirt, essentially. Roger that. And just in general, just for, for everyone's edification, kind of the difference between like adding wits to something versus intelligence to something is intelligence in general is like something you know specifically, like a piece of information you possess that you might be trying to suss through or deduce. Wits is more about what can you uh, extract from a situation or kind of like uh, like almost infer essentially is the difference between those two things. Uh, five success, one failure. All right, and uh, none of them were tens or, or crits on the blood die. Correct. Cool. Five successes. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, well, let me let me tell you what happens with that before we figure out what happens with Dimitri here. Um, you when you send out your text, uh, who do you text and what do you say? I want to text the the friend who basically got me into that secret password pillow party at the furniture store mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. um, who is as far as I know, not a vampire, but is just a nightlife neurotic person. Your phone immediately rings. Oh, um, excuse me, I have to take this. Cherry hit me. You notice when you answer the phone a little too close to Avedon, it's like, <clears throat> And as you step away, like it comes through like a little bit clearer. Uh -huh. uh, you immediately hear loud music. <laughs> oh my God, hi! Hey, Cherry, like come through, come hang out with us. Oh my God, I miss you so much. Oh my God, where are you? Wait, no, sorry. I have to focus. Um, what? Can you go somewhere quieter, maybe? I, I did, I am quiet, yes. You're coming, right? <laughs> Okay, I'll come if you answer a question for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. The the pillow party. Oh my god, we're going to the pillow party? Yes! Right. Who organizes that? Who's behind that? Oh my god, that's Tiffany. She's so sweet. I love her so much. Wait, do you like do you like want to get together with Tiffany tonight and maybe we go to the pillow party? Yes. Let's go to the pillow party tonight. Oh my god, Tiffany said let's go to the pillow party. 
yeah okay okay yes cherry yes okay so like um i'm gonna like i'm gonna like give you tiffany's number and Please? like maybe you can like set it up because like we're just about to do shots okay like, i get it wait do you want like, more of a shot me. for you yeah text, like, text yeah. me the number first and then do an yeah. extra one for me Okay, oh my okay. god, you're gonna you're gonna come though, right? Like you're gonna come here to like yeah, you're gonna I'm like see you tonight, right? Honey P, yes, I will be there. Oh my god, I love you, you're so beautiful, okay? I'm like <laughs> and it like cuts out mid sentence. Wow. I just like to say that I roll play to escape. <laughs> <laughs> it, it cuts out mid sentence because you just see Avadon's hand just poke the back of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you lose the signal. And on, um, on the other end of the signal, her neck breaks. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Lasombra. Uh, Hashtag Lasombra. Right, exactly. You're like, you don't see Evadon for a second. And she appears in that other room, breaks this unsuspecting person's <laughs> neck, and then is back. Yeah, oh it's God, weird how that works. You do, in fact, get the number for Tiffany. Uh, Dimitri, what did you end up with? I had five successes. Five successful. Bluzz or goods. Oh god, I hope you're calling the same person. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, oh Dimitri. Terry <laughs> <laughs> just called. This is like the best night ever. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moments later, after, well, first of all, what message does, uh, what, does Dimitri call first or do you text first? Uh, neither, because I don't have a cell phone. Um, <laughs> I pull a beeper out of my, my coat pocket and uh, enter in a series of codes and send off the text, send off the message. Very you all see he pulls out one of those 1992 bricks. <laughs> it's like typing into it, which oh uh, Esther and Cherry probably makes you throw up in your mouth a little bit. The oh, rest no, of you I are not unappreciative. <laughs> no, I'm so extra. <laughs> I remember uh, sci-fi writers talked about such devices, like Jules Verne. Smoke signals. We'll get you. Yeah, one, Hugo. Yeah, I was gonna say Hugo. You probably don't have a phone, but we'll uh, we probably need to take care of that. Oh, I got, I got iPhone 11 right here. What okay, it looks like he's already been taken care of. I'm holding up a brick. But I'm just gonna nod along with it. Why reach a lot of people with this? You are fascinating. Yeah, the reception is terrible, but you're right. The message is un unmissable. Yes, uh, you get a message back in a few moments, Dimitri. Uh, outside, all in Cyrillic. I will be right back. My my contact is here. Do not come outside, please. When the... you come outside, uh, there is, uh, right as you walk out the door, um, a old taxi cab that appears to be off-duty uh, pulls can up I, outside. Can I go watch? Like, just peek, not actually be outside, but I want, <laughs> I want to see what's happening right now. So, the front of the church doesn't really have any windows, so we'll okay. see if you can, like, peek through the door. So, let's see if you can peek without him noticing. So, I'm about not... to sneeze. I apologize. Uh, but give me your dex and stealth, Eli, mm. versus Dimitri's wits and awareness to see if you notice him sort of <laughs> even trying to peek through the door after you. 
of course it won't come now. I'm going to stop like mid-sentence because it's going to hit me like right in the minute when I'm trying to uh... do it. <laughs> do it. You know, they, they say look at a light. That doesn't work for me. I don't, no, like... that makes me sneeze. Don't do that. <laughs> I can spend <laughs> willpower to reroll, yeah? Yes, you can. Uh, when you spend it, just like strike through it so that gotcha. so that you know you've spent it. Yes. Yeah, I should drop my... Oh, because oh, it's got to be a... Yes, got it. Okay. Uh, two sixes? Uh, the moment you slip out, Dimitri, you super clock Eli being like, They said to leave your eyes where they belong, inside. What, what do you see outside that porthole? <laughs> There's a, uh... We, we have automatic... Horseless carriages now. Uh, it's sketchy, but we'll talk about it later as I kind of close the door back. You do, however, notice the approach of the taxi cab before you go. Like, you don't see who's driving it. Uh, right. You you have no idea of like is there one person in it or ten, uh, but you do see the car rolling to to a stop outside uh, before you close the door. Okay. Um, Dimitri, as you sort of uh, approach the car, uh, the window comes down on the the tinted window, and although the cab is the finest that 1995 uh, has to offer. Uh, the two people in front look at you, and one of them looks to you and says in Russian, uh, yes, big brother. I'll, I'll give him the lowdown on the um, these immatures that are committing the acts in this neighborhood. I need to know if you know anything about it. Da. Um, we have some concerns about the same thing that we've been tasked with looking into. Um, we think that they might be going to a, this place. Um, is like speakeasy, they say. Is um, the back of furniture shop. Uh, we going to we going to put a couple of guys there, just try and keep eyes on things. It's not our establishment, but they sort of compensate. Duh. And he like reaches inside of his suit and like has like a uh, envelope full of cash and sort of like slides it back down. Is I understand. Please, with my regards, give to the bigger boss that I will be taking care of this situation and to please remove the men from that space. It is not safe for them there. They look at each other and they look at you and they're just like, da. And they essentially uh, say to you again in Russian, uh, may we go, big brother. Yes, please. You have a wonderful night. Thank you for your time. Now, how do I explain to the tart that she was correct with that losing face? <laughs> and then they do uh, drive away. <laughs> Oh, hey, Jerry, oh. do you think you can get me a phone one, da one day? Do you want to, like, play with mine? Um, okay. Yep, I can try. You're going to have to explain to him what everything does. Just don't look at the photos. Don't so here's where you can photos. see those. No, 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 don't. What? So uh, a photo is the, when we were talking earlier about automatic paintings. It's uh, we call them photos now, photographs. I don't understand what's happening in these. Just, just take your finger and go like this. Okay. Yes. 
no, no, no. And I grab it, like, oh, God. Out of his okay. hand. Okay. I don't you know, know what? what's happening. Well, I'll, I'll get you a new one later that can be all yours, and you can touch it as much as you want, and you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, okay? I, just, I would like my own phone. That'd be great. Great. There's a lot of light in uh, square boxes on yours, and, uh, yeah, okay. it looked like you were getting a lot of notifications about things. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, Hugo, one of the other things that I would like to uh, uh, do for you is um, perhaps introduce you to um, uh, others of your kind. Uh, usually you guys are uh, a bit more savvy with these computer type things. Uh, perhaps if we find you um, some more friends from recent times. Uh, they'll be able to help you out a little bit with that. That's not, you, my, that's not the thing. That, that's not my end goal. But you, well, not, nonetheless, I would still like to be able to um, get a hold of you when I need. You do <laughs> definitely know some uh, some local NOS, um, Avedon. Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, and if anything, uh, Hugo, it will... Um, <clears throat> Uh, perhaps make you feel uh, a, a little less uh, uh, self-conscious uh, if uh, if you meet a few more like yourself. No, I. But I would like to be pretty. I don't want to be this anymore. I like to not be this. I'm gonna pull out my phone now, and even though I'm not the most tech savvy, I'm gonna th I am gonna throw a filter on and, and snap a picture of him. Now it's just a matter of perspective. You see this one, you turn out just fine. You kind of see it's kind of like pretty, like it's kind of like almost done the anime eye thing and made him a little prettier. And <laughs> it's you're kind of adorable, yeah. Anime Hugo. <laughs> Anything oh, is possible these that. days. Don't let anybody tell you different. You're very unique, Hugo. That's a wonderful quality. Just, Dimitri, you know, it's okay oh. to stare, but it's not okay to touch the merchandise. You tell that to everyone. I will now. Uh, you, Cherry, yes. get uh, an address from Tiffany with Great. the address and the password as you see uh, Dimitri making his way back in. What is the password, may I ask? Kumquat. Um, as I see Dimitri walk in, uh, I'm like getting that text and I'm like, well, I hope your little weird private rendezvous was very successful. I don't know what you were able to do by walking outside, but I have us an invite to the very club in question and I've got the password and guys, it is not easy to get this. So you're welcome. Can I can I pull up with Dimitri for just a moment? Absolutely. I mean, it's again there is some distance from the door uh, sure. to the pews. D Dimitri, when you make your way back in, you're satisfied. He wasn't just like leaning against the door listening. You know, some kindred have uh, astonishing hearing. Um, you you have you're fairly confident that uh, you were able to speak in private. And if you weren't, he probably doesn't speak Russian. But you never know. Now, Dimitri, uh, I mean, no disrespect, but we are going to be working together. 
and I don't want there to be secrets of this kind going forward. I have heard of you, but I want you to know I am not afraid of you. So you might be able to muscle your way around with some of the others. But let's try and keep things on the up and up, all right? This is good. I do not like those that fear me. They are weak. If they fear me, they are weak. They must challenge everything. This is fine. I have no secrets. But my friends have secrets. You see, I cannot give away someone else's secrets. That much you can respect, yes? I understand, and I do appreciate your loyalty. I just wanted us to be open with each other going forward. Dimitri, the thing give is, me if, if you are working with me, then we are going to work together. And I must trust you, and in order to have trust, you must give trust, yes? I'm just kind of nod. Dimitri, give me your wits and streetwise. Such well connected kindred. <laughs> uh, and Avadon, give me your wits and streetwise too, for a different reason. That is Actually, you too, Esther. You're all trying to, <laughs> you're going to figure out different things, but yes, uh, what did you get, Dimitri? Three successes. He's saying he's heard of you. It's you're looking at him, you're like, wait a second. You've sort of heard about this guy, too. He's some sort of a crusader, some sort of, like, righteous guy. You don't, um, but you, you haven't heard these stories, like, in a, in, a, in a dismissive way. It's like hearing about Captain America, but in the context of the fact he really is a legit soldier. <laughs> Not like some goofy joke, but like, no, wait, he's a killing machine. Uh, yeah. You, you heard about this guy. Um, as that, that realization dawns, I kind of look at him again, and I then I extend my hand to him. I pause for just a moment, but I do kind of take it. Nice, firm handshake. It will be a pleasure to be working with a professional. I'll put an extra emphasis on, on professional. I can say the same. And we kind of shake, and I'll turn back and make my way uh, to the rest of the group. Uh, so how many successes was that, Avedon? Uh It's five. Five. Uh, any, any crits or anything? Just straight up five. So um, first, I'll let you tell me uh, again. You know, Avedon has not been at this long, but of course, she leads a very intense life. Uh, first of all, uh, in her old life, is Cherry with her pop star life and music and things, is she even the type of person that Avedon would have been aware of in her old life is the first question. Uh, I'm gonna roll it, cause it's hit or miss. Cause she didn't live under a rock, but uh, like, I feel like the, the type of things that Cherry is into would very much differentiate. Uh, and that is a no. <laughs> While you don't know this girl, you do know your way around the party scene. Again, that's kind of what you'd hoped you'd have at least one night to do when you get back. And she is legitimately plugged in. What she told you is true. That party is hard to get into. And if she pulled it off in a phone call, that is no small thing. Hmm. I, uh, I am surprised I've never heard of you. Um, Although, uh, 
yeah, our tastes differ, but uh, I see now why the uh, vicar was so interested in bringing you around. You uh, seem to be very well connected. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I get, I get around. I mean, if you haven't heard of me, you must be really like, what's that word for people who just don't ever see movies or watched? What? I said cultured. Hugo. Hugo's the word you're looking for. Sister, Sister Megan is like, ah, Hugo is the word that is, it, it is accurate. <laughs> Yes, you. Oh, wait, 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 are we going to a party right now? Are we we are, right Hugo. Now? Right now? I'm going to take you to a party. Can we go right now? Well, in a minute. It's weird to show up really early. You you need to wait. <clears throat> but, uh, okay. The deer is right. Um, it's uh, fashionably late. It's usually what uh, they call it. I'm so ready. I've been practicing in sound brain. Now you're speaking my language. Esther, how many, is it three or four? Sorry. So Esther, it might not be cool, but you know some people who would love to have that password. Uh, Cherry, I, I can't help but notice, like, you know, you have all these people who are looking at you and you're constantly getting bogged down by fans on the street. I mean, who could blame them? You're beautiful. Just like you, I mean, exactly like you walked off a movie set. So um, maybe maybe we should all kind of have the password just in case we get separated while we're out there. I mean, Hugo's probably going to get distracted by everything and wander off. Uh, it, it would just be good for us all to have it. Um my reputation is really on the line with this and i do not you, you don't give out the password that's just not it's not the way this works um i just vote that we not get separated someone can take hugo's hand so he doesn't wander off um and we can go or maybe maybe dimitri has a better suggestion of what we can do instead of the party or we can split up and go some of us with me to the party and some of us to wherever it is that Dimitri thinks we should go to investigate this. Um, have I, mm. timeline-wise, have I been back in and heard oh, yeah. all of this and everything? Yeah. You, 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 had, you had your bro moment and, you know, you, you, were, you were there to hear all of that bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. As much as it pains me to say the little girl is right, my context confirmed that the Pilo party is where this is all centered upon. Now, the alternative that I can provide is that we have, let's say, working knowledge with the owners of this establishment. So we can go through a different door other than the front door. And we do not have to wait to be fashionable, fish late with the fashion. I think you're missing the point, though, Dimitri. Like, you want to be seen going in. That's kind of... I don't know like, if we want Hugo I, being seen I going in. I never want to be seen. I think Hugo wants to be seen going in. Uh, Hugo, you don't want to be seen going Hugo in. Hugo deserves no, a I've been practicing party. my brain. I've been practicing. I'm ready. 
Oh, okay, well, why don't you show us a little bit what you've been practicing? Oh my god, Becky has the most tired accordions. Does even anyone know what a decent hoop skirt looks like these days? Let's go to the ball. All right, I think we can take that. Was good. Door. That was really yeah, good. I, I He's really ready. Good. He's ready, but like hoop skirts are a couple seasons. <sighs> Listen, it's clear this is where we need to go. So. Let's put it to a vote. Front door with the password, or weird Dimitri back door. Please do not say that way. I feel like these people are going. That is the name of the second episode. <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> We're going to the weird Dimitri back door. I want to avoid Dimitri's back door at all costs. Um, no, I say I, we just no, go no. I think I've heard of that club in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. No, Hugo. It's like a. a... You know what? I don't want to explain it. I'll go. I'm how sure about Jerry this? How, has some pictures on her phone. How about I go with Dimitri? We go check in the back. We can meet in the middle if we need to. I'm so excited. You're doing great, Hugo. You're doing great, Hugo. I know, right? This is totally my year. Sister Megan speaks up and she's like, you've been practicing. That's great. All right. Um, so we do have access to uh, a, an SUV that you could all fit in if you don't want to, like, call your Ubers or your cabs or however you kids get around. Um, and, yeah, you should have anything you need. Um, again, is anybody hungry? Do you need any weaponry? Like, need, like, a nice shotgun? Maybe a little steak? Um would love the blood again where did it what did it come from and like what oh, oh were yes. they wearing um well they were um it is um it, there is a certain tithe that we take around here you know people can give uh both money and they can um uh, give of themselves do they shower before they give of themselves I mean, presumably. But you haven't checked. You haven't. Brother Kyle is like, well, Miss Cherry, I, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, we don't um, bathe people before the blood tithe. No, that would no. be weird before you take their blood. What I will say is some of us just have to like have very specific needs when it comes to uh, eating. And I don't want to look a gift horse in the potentially unwashed mouth. But oh, believe me, I guarantee you, we've heard it all, young lady. Do you do you remember there was that guy? Oh, the guy in '63. Yeah, that guy. Oh, woo -hoo! that guy. Only German shepherds had to have gold fur. Had to have been fed uh, raw steak right before. Talk about a discriminating palate. <laughs> no, 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 you dear. What do you need? We'll get whatever you want. Well, most of what you want. And she does cast a weird look at Eli. Okay. <laughs> uh, brother, brother Kyle, you're, you're a man yes. of, of culture. Um, you, you said yourself you've seen lots what? of films. I don't, um, I don't suppose you've taken the, the tithe. Uh, <clears throat> well, it would be an honor if I, if, if I could help someone of your artistic uh, stature and achievement and, you know, the, sticking it to the man, too. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of your work, uh, Esther. I would, I would love. And he does start literally rolling his sleeve up there. Uh, 
it's then, like a, then yeah, I, I could I could go for a bite. It's always good to arrive, uh, you know, satiated to a party. So he uh, though got a pregame, right? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't always I cool. Like you, Kyle. you know, uh, and he does hold his wrist out. And and when do you pull that gun out? Here you go. I could use some mu- new musket shot. I mean, sorry. <clears throat> when. Oh when my you, God, I need more musket shot for my pistol. When you pull this like retro flintlock pistol out, uh, Sister Megan immediately is like, no, 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 dear. We discussed this. We discussed this. No flintlocks. You, that, that is for decorative use only. Yes. You can sleep with it under your pillow. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll just pillow guns are the best guns. <laughs> what? He at, reaches... She reaches behind in her robe, like under her frock, and she pulls out a brand new nine millimeter and like whips it around and hands you the butt of it. She's like, same principle. Uh, you don't have to worry about keeping your powder dry and you just like click, cut, pow. Do not oh, shoot wow. me, please. Thank you very much. Safety's on, it's right here. Safety first. Don't point it at anything you don't want to destroy. Okay, no, don't shoot it here. This is a very old, very sacred building. All right, thanks. What kind of reception does this kit? Uh, that is more of a way of delivering people, um, to their, to their final place. Yeah. That's you know what? what? Is. You mean like uh, Instacart? Go, I'll fill you in on the way. Okay. Uh, I got, she does very gently take it from you and hand it to Eli. She's like, he's going to explain it to you. going to okay. show you how it works. Okay. All right. I'm going to get a cell phone at the end of the night though, right? Jerry? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, it, cool. it, uh, in brother... Uh, Kyle reaches in and pulls out of his robe a what all of the rest of you realize is a disposable cell and hand it to you. He's like, there you go, buddy. We programmed our numbers in it. You just just hit that green button and it'll call me. <laughs> can, I, can I like call like whatever the fanciest like Uber Black is to go ahead and, and pick us oh, up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the space shuttle lands yeah. uh, <laughs> outside. And with it, the X-Men. <laughs> yes, uh, While we're waiting, can it, I snack on Kyle? Oh, absolutely. No, he super lets you. And of course, being fed on is pleasant to mortals. And so the moment you seek your fangs uh, into him, he's, oh dear. Oh yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Just sort of like, um, let, let's you, let you have it. Presumably you just take the, the point from him. Uh, because the only way to drop your hunger to zero is to take the final drop from a mortal. Presumably, presumably, Esther, you're not just gonna like drain this dude here on the spot. That would be rude. <laughs> that, that'd be really metal though. You'd be like, wait, let me just ask you one thing. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Ooh, ooh. Ah. Would I know that uh, my special needs are probably not gonna be looked upon well by the, the two, okay. Yeah. Based, yes, based on based on your life, that that is a, a fair assumption. Right. Uh, is you all make your way uh, out of the cathedral and make your way down uh, to the stairs? You see the man who was uh, sleeping on the pew, and he's outside. And he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! I was just waiting on you guys. Uh, I just sorry. I just had to tell you one thing before you left for the night." And he pulls out a huge gun and says, "Federal agents down on the ground!" And that is a good place for us to stop. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So 
thank you all uh, for tuning in. Uh, again, LA by Night is starting up in exactly now. Uh, so we're going to bounce out so we can get over there for that. And we will see you back here next week for episode three. I take a selfie with the federal agents. <laughs> Dimitri's weird back door. Yep. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye.